here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. everybody to wrestling omakase it is episode number 73 uh and this week we're in week number two of our year in review series before i introduce our guests i want to go over what that entails one more time since i'm assuming some people are tuning in this week who did not tune in last week because uh more people do watch this week's topic than last week's topic unfortunately but um the year in review series is basically something we'll be doing for the rest of the year uh, we did it last year. We're doing it again this year where we're going to talk about a different promotion or type of wrestling every week. We're going to recap the 2018 and, you know, the time we were able to do it, you know, obviously a very general overview, uh, but we'll definitely go it month by month and talk about stuff you may have missed, stuff you might want to go back and watch from that company. And then at that point, we'll do a very general, like, um, you know, like what our feelings were on the company's year. And then we'll talk, award nominees for the various awards, you know, your, your wrestling observer type awards, your, um, we don't know wrestling 100 lists, your match of the year list, all that good stuff. You know, what we think are the, if what we think are the best from that promotion. And if that promotions contenders are, should be considered real overall contenders in the opinion of the guests. And then after that, of course, we have some questions. So that's the year interview series. Um, this week's topic is world wrestling entertainment. And boy, if I don't sound super excited to talk some WWE. Um, I don't know what I did scheduling this episode on a fucking Monday after like a four-day holiday weekend. I want to die right now, honestly. <laughs> like my Mondays going back to the office are already hell. 
And then it was like, I scheduled this to, I guess, punish myself further. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm here, ready to talk some WWE. And so are my four guests, uh, all of them VOW contributors, all of them returning guests. First of all, hello, Kelly. You know, my recommendation for uh, WWE 2018 is uh, don't. <laughs> don't at all. Just don't. Um, I mean, I'm going to be completely upfront with with everybody on this episode. I mean, of all the topics we're going to talk about, this is the one I've seen the least of. I just think it's kind of ridiculous not to do an episode on them, unfortunately. I mean, if you're going to do a year in review series, I don't know why you wouldn't cover them. And there was like some good stuff. I mean, you know, I'll try to be positive when I can. And, you know, like the women carried it for a little while and Daniel Bryan was good here and there. And, you know, there's some good stuff and I'll talk about it, but like, you know, I'm going to be completely upfront. The four of you are here because I think you've all seen every single pay-per-view at least. Unfortunately, I think so. yes. I think you've all seen everything her. but the the Blood Money show. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I also did not watch that show. Okay. Me neither. Abstain. Well, I no, I watched the main event. Okay, so so you mo- everybody here has seen most of the pay per views except for maybe one. I have not even seen that. Like this is the year I watched the least amount of WWE in my entire life. Like I watched, um, you know, I haven't watched the weekly TV in many years. Um, I think the last time I watched it weekly would probably be like 2011 or something. But I was always like an every pay-per-view person. And, you know, especially in the network era. Although I was downloading them illegally before that. Let's be real. Um, but like in the network era, you know, I, I definitely watch every month. And, you know, I got a friend's network account to watch it on. But yeah, this year I just, I couldn't even do that anymore. Like going going back to the end of last year, just being so bad. I, I've like, basically if, if I covered like the general rule is if I covered the pay-per-view here on Omakase, I watched the entire show. If I was not covering it, I either didn't watch it at all or I watched like, you know, the last few matches. So I will be very upfront when we go through the, these pay-per-views. I will mention which shows I've watched and which shows I haven't and what, you know, which ones I watched the entire show of and which ones I've only seen the main events. So, you know, well, well I'll be very uh, honest with that. But yeah, so Kelly, you've seen them all. And I don't know why. I I do this to myself. I don't know why. It's I've said it before. It's my performance art. Yeah. I'm gonna keep doing these reviews until I lose my mind. <laughs> and and finally, Rich says no enough. <laughs> Rich is like Kelly. You've suffered enough. Yeah. We're all really <laughs> embarrassed. I, I'm gonna tell you right now, Kelly. You're you're coming on the Japan trip next year. If you yes. can actually, if you can actually get your passport, if I can get my, <laughs> if, you can get pass, if you can get your passport, so I, if there is a WWE pay in the first two weeks, please do not watch it in Japan. <laughs> please do not like set aside time to watch it and review. It. Please don't do that. I, I'll try not to, but the pull it might force no, me to. Please don't do that. <laughs> All right, thank you for coming on, Kelly. Uh, Lawson, hello. Hi, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. Why do you watch WWE Lawson? Uh, I mean, that's an excellent question. I I kind of stopped for a lot of this year, but I did. I have seen every pay-per-view except for the Blood Money show, and I think I think I missed uh, half of one of them in, during the summer. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just because it's there. <laughs> I don't know. Not a, good, not a good reason. So, Kelly, you don't watch the TV, right? Oh, God, no. Okay, Lawson, did, does anyone here watch the TV? I, I gave up. 
<laughs> you couldn't pay me enough. I've got Monday Night Raw on right now. All right, just from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> yep, I could be at this Raw right. now. I could now. be there too, but I passed up to be on this podcast. It what, was a very oh, hard choice. What a fucking sacrifice! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stu, you you spoke up as the as the television watcher. Why do you watch WWE, and especially why do you watch Monday Night Raw? Well, I mean, how could you miss Bobby Lashley versus Elias with uh? <laughs> I think Baron Corbin just restarted it. That's I've got it on mute, answer. so I don't know. But Yeah, that's not an answer. But the real answer is, um, I don't know. Like, Whenever I review them for the website, I end up with a Sunday off. And then I just <laughs> go into the Slack and say, hey, I'm here. I can do it. <laughs> and then three hours later, I just regret everything. Did you fall asleep? Didn't you fall asleep during one this yep, year? Yeah, extreme rules. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember. I remember when you were like on the review, just reading reading through it with you guys, and um, you know, you you just being like, "Yeah, I I, I missed most of this match because I fell asleep. <laughs> I literally fell asleep watching this pay per view." Yes, I missed the Bludgeon Brothers versus Team Hell No. Uh, I missed oh, Daniel God. Bryan getting pinned by I think Harper. And then it was Lashley versus Roman Reigns. I woke up during and I saw Lashley win. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah I'm amazed you didn't just roll back over. You're like, you know what? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I was the pay per view I missed. I just realized. <laughs> w- WWE is so memorable to me this year that it took me a vo- It took me until just now to remember I actually reviewed one of these on the website. I was like, oh yeah, I did do that. I did SummerSlam for some reason. Oh, that's right. I, that. I yeah. think SummerSlam. Yeah. I think it was SummerSlam. Yeah. Okay, I'm not even 100 sure, but which I, I, I somehow I picked like the only pay-per-view I've actually enjoyed this year. So other than I guess the Rumble, but that's what I guess we'll get into all that. But Jack, introduce yourself. You're the only one who hasn't yet. Uh. Hi, I'm Jack. Uh, I've been watching WWE for four years. Uh, I have a problem. <laughs> um, Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Hi, nice Jack. to be here. Uh, Extreme Rules, fun fact, was the uh, first show I ever reviewed for the site, I believe. And uh, boy, what a mistake that was. <laughs> I swear to God, every pay-per-view, it's like they, they're trying to get... So the Voice of Wrestling Slack Room, that's how all these things... To pull behind the curtain, Rachel will probably get mad at me. But like they just... To assign these previews and these reviews, they just come in there and, and they're like, you know, who wants to preview or review this pay-per-view? And a lot of the times it's just like crickets. Like there's nobody is taking it up. And then like Kelly will show up and be like, I guess I'll review <laughs> the pay-per-view. And then like a few other people, like uh the Barry Hess dude is always there to preview it. But like everybody else is like pulling teeth trying to get like a certain number of people. And then Joe lands eventually is like, I will preview the show and not actually give a winner because he's given up on predicting winners on the WWE shows, which is, you know, a justifiable decision. But yeah, it's uh, it's something. The, I really new, like the new people bad. always offer to do it. Yeah, and, and then they just, stop. Yeah, and as I said, I've, yeah. as I've said, uh, more meat for the. Uh, titan review machine <laughs> it's like you never hear from them again for like three months because it's like it's, just like, it's like world I, tag league although the tag league's good this year finally I've i heard. don't believe it i it's, i just can't believe it it's, look i i am not gonna get called like 
you know, this is me saying this, okay? I am not <laughs> New Japan apologist number one or anything. It's but true. It's been, it's been fun. I've enjoyed it. I don't know what it is. Usually, I like, I watch it for like three days and give up, but it's been, it's been good. I mean, Zach and Taichi are awesome. But what is this tag league? I'm only familiar with World Wrestling Entertainment. <laughs> okay, <I> know we <laughs> have to get back to. Uh... Fucking WWE. The joy in my voice when I briefly talked about something I enjoyed. Goddamn uh, hell. <laughs> let's talk about World Wrestling Entertainment. Um, so we're going to go through the pay-per-views first. Um, basically, main roster, uh, you know, whatever, network events first off. Then we'll do takeovers. Then we'll do, um, like, TV and, like, 205 Live and all that. And then awards. And then questions. So... The year started with the Royal Rumble, which really wasn't very bad at all. It was pretty decent. I mean, it's a, it's a show when you look at the results, you're like, what was really that great about this show? But you have to, like, there were two good matches on it, but they were both Royal Rumbles. So it's like, that takes up a great deal of time, basically. Yeah. The rest of the show really isn't very good. Like, that, the fucking two-on-one handicap match was pretty bad. Uh. Um, the SmackDown tag title match that went, like, Two out of three falls, so it went two falls to none. Well, it wasn't very good. The other tag title match wasn't very good. And the Universal Title Triple Threat match fucking sucked. That, I think, was the first time where with Brock, it just felt like, you know, this is this is kind of, I'm kind of over this. Like, I'm just completely done with Brock at this point. So, and, like, it just I, felt like, I don't know. Like, you felt like they were what they were going for, the, like, chaotic Brock three-way type thing. But it just felt like it just did not work at all. I mean, it works when you put Seth Rollins and John Cena in. It doesn't work when you have Kane involved. (laughs) (laughs) Also, fun fact, this was Jason Jordan's last match. Uh, Oh, yeah. 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 Holy shit. The safe company, everybody. The 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 deafening sound of nobody asking about him is... uh... (laughs) <laughs> Nobody's asked him when he's coming back or anything. God, has he the been first out of many that casualties? Long? Yes, he. I remember this because he stood on the apron, he tagged yeah. in, he pretended like his head hurt, and then he tagged back out. And then the next night, I think Kurt Angle said, told him to go home. And then we've never seen him again. Fuck, that's yeah. right. They treated him like dead, a pussy because right? his head hurt. <laughs> oh God, and this is all going back. About, let's not forget. So, hey, we're all talking at once. What's up, Lawson? Yeah, this is Kurt Angle's son. Let's not forget we're talking. Yeah. About. That is true. <laughs> um, but the two Rumbles, pretty good. Um, I don't know. I mean, they were both good. I don't really have any complaints here. I like this show. Um, you know, when you when both Rumbles are like an hour long, that takes up a lot of time. And you know, I don't want to. I don't want to be negative for the sake of being negative. This was a good show. Two good Royal Rumble matches. First Women's Rumble was really fun. Really got no complaints about it. Yeah, I thought the men's rumble was put together really well. The first one in like five years. Yeah. <laughs> it helps when I don't think the big show was in it. Uh, Yeah, I don't think he was. Nope, I don't see him. I and... will say the only thing I can remember about it now, um, near you know, 11 months later, is the, the Nakamura and Reigns finishing sequence. And, I'm, and I remember it better as played by Chinsuke and... Shinshiro Takagi and DDT. Like, <laughs> because I really don't remember anything. So like the women's rumble I remember pretty well, actually. Like I can I can remember the spots in my head and like some of the or- the order. The men's rumble I just don't remember very well. So 
the final yeah. four of the men with I think once of I think Balor and um, <clears throat> and Cena. I think it was good from then on. Yeah, but good show. Yeah, and then uh, the compared to the rest of this fucking year, this was great. Yeah, yeah. And then one more thing I want to say about the women's rumble. Uh, the only thing I really remember about it is being confused as to why the Bella Twins were in the final three. But then I remembered, oh yeah, they have well, a show, I mean, don't they? They're oh, big yeah. stars. I, I don't, I don't yeah. mind. I watch, every, so. I watch every episode of that show. <laughs> okay, that's the one WWE Weekly TV I do watch because it's the best one. <laughs> and the one thing, no problem with that. Who, who did Carrie say like destroy in this match? Was it Lita? I just remember, like, she, like, fucking elbowed someone right in the face, and the, I think it was, it was, like, some legend. I think it was Lena. I think and, like, it was Lena. Yeah, I think her reaction was, like, I was not expecting to be hit, and I was <laughs> certainly not expecting to be hit that hard, and this sucks. But, yeah, I just remember that. I remember thinking, like, was that a rib on Lena? You know how much I love ribbing Lena, so. But, good rumble. Good rumbles. Good show. Good show. Elimination Chamber. This is a this one. I feel like is a more and this is the these are the last two um, the last two brand only shows. Elimination Chamber and Fastlane. Um, Elimination Chamber to me is like the first show where I felt like the women are really carrying it. Um, you know, going from the the women's number to this, where I really thought the women's chamber was pretty fun. You know, maybe went a little bit long at almost a half hour, but compared to the fucking men's rumble, it was a it was a breeze. And the men's Oscar, chamber, you mean? Huh? A men's chamber, yeah, thank you. And, you know, the I, I thought, that, I don't know, I thought it told a pretty good story. Um, I thought Bailey and Sasha especially worked really, really hard in it. Um, and then Asuka and Nia, I really liked, or Nia, I really thought that was a, a good, like, big versus little match. Easily Nia's best match of the of the year, I thought. Only about, like, eight minutes. So it probably helped. And on the men's side, all you have is... I, the bar versus Titus Worldwide. I couldn't tell you a single thing about that match if you point a gun at my head, and I actually did watch it. Um, um, I, I know Dana Brooke was there. That's <laughs> all I focused on. <laughs> okay. I gave that match one and a half stars. Uh, that's right. I could pull up the reviews. That yeah, that's what I'm doing to remind myself of these things. <laughs> um, I the, should do that too. The men's chamber, I remember, fucking sucked. Like, that was just like... That was this match where Braun just like went through everybody one after another, and then Roman just like speared him and won. Right? Isn't that basically what happened? Yes, yeah. that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, it was really. I just remember that it was like forty fucking minutes to get to that. Like this was the show where it was like, wow, the women are like carrying this brand in the show. So it yeah, was a, look- a mix, a mixed bag overall, but a good. I like the women's chamber, even though I think that was a little divisive. Yeah, looking at the Wikipedia for Elimination Chamber, you see the eliminations, and it's just The Miz, eliminated by Braun Strowman, Power Slam, Elias, Power Slam, Cena, Power Slam, on and on until Roman Reigns Spear, 40 minutes 15. And it's just like... I lost you. Tell as old as oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, what's the point? I mean... Power Slams didn't even look good either that's what really <laughs> well no I, I thank you i was about to make that point lawson it's like his fucking finisher is a power slam yeah like it just looks really basic it looks like a basic wrestling move so it was basically this guy you know giving these power slams over and over again and pinning people and then he gets feared lo- like i don't know and, and, but it took 40 minutes so there's just something really 
like not good about it. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. You know what I'm. You know what I'm trying to say. I remember feeling yeah because after the rumble, I thought maybe Finn Balor was gonna still be a guy, and this is where I felt like it was over because he was completely jobbed out. Yeah, I hear you. I'd like to note that my review of the Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt match. Ugh. All it says is the lead singer of Corn is a very bad wrestler. <laughs> one and three quarter stars. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking um, of which, he recently came back. I think at the Starcade House show that they oh, did. Oh. So get ready for that. That's what, oh. that's what the world. That's what the world needed, baby. Some. Uh, oh. <laughs> some fucking. Twenty nine. Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Still as fat as ever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. All right, so Elimination, Elimination Chamber again, not not great, but compared to some of the shit that was to come, feels like the good old days in some way. <laughs> uh, Fastlane. Here's the first show where I didn't really see much of anything. The only thing I saw was the main event, which um, that's the kind of match I think a lot of people who aren't me probably liked, maybe even liked quite a lot. It's just. I don't know. I really don't like multi-man matches and, you know, especially these multi-man matches where it's just like guy comes in ring, two people do a spot, guy rolls out, another guy comes in, two people do a spot, and like just goes on for, it just feels like it just goes on forever and nothing really happens. But um, I guess that's my first feeling about that match. Did anybody really love that match? Anybody think I'm being completely unfair? I remember nothing about it. I reviewed the show uh, I reviewed the show for the website. I remember losing my mind about halfway through. And I just complained about the match when we got to the main event. Uh, I complained about Dolph Ziggler's music because he still had the record scratch. I complained about Shane McMahon because he was sat ringside. Uh, yeah. And then I still gave it three and a half. Huh. I mean, I, I think yeah. it was decent enough. Like, I think it was garbage, but like, it was all right garbage. Like, it was like when you, <laughs> if you go like walk past like a donut shop and you look in their dumpster and there's just like a bag of old donuts that like they aren't bad, but they just had to throw them away. It's that kind of match where you're like, all right, this is solid garbage. Yeah. Yeah. WWE in a nutshell. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I could, I could eat this garbage and it's fine. I just remember, like, I don't know. I feel, isn't this the exact kind of match, like, five years ago, like, the the WWE fans would have been, like, turning their noses up at? Yeah. Am I completely wrong? Is, is this not... This is, like, an indie match. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't like like, not a, it's not a, I mean, I have nothing against indie matches, I guess. It's not really my favorite style, honestly. But, like, um, I don't, it just doesn't... It doesn't feel like a great one or anything. But Yeah, uh, I'd agree I mean, with that. Any thought? Anyone watched the rest of Fastlane? Have any thoughts on the show overall? Uh, Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode happened. That sounds like fucking hell. It <laughs> yeah, was, <dude>. and then <laughs> then they set up an Orton Roode and Jinder Mahal WrestleMania match. Ended up <laughs> oh, having, I remember that. Someone <laughs> else ended up being in that. I don't remember who, but uh, some guy with a day. I think Bruce Ever or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It was Russo. Uh, no other thoughts on Fastlane, everybody? Was no. Media. Uh, I don't think it was good. I don't remember it at all, but looking at my <laughs> review, 
Uh, boy, howdy, I did not like it. Okay. Um, WrestleMania. Um, this is a weird one. I it it wasn't bad. Um, up until what's the best way I can put this? Up until the Raw Women's Title match, it was like probably actively good. Like, like if we just go through this, I see title triple threat, Seth, Finn, and Miz. That was pretty good. Yeah. I usually hate triple threats. That was a pretty good match. Like three and a half type match. Charlotte yeah. flavors Asuka. Um, completely disagree with the winner, especially given what happened after, but very good match. Like three and yeah. three quarters. Good yeah. match, bad finish. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. Uh, the four-way U.S. Yeah. title match, not great, not awful, just kind of there, I guess. Uh, I was live at this show, and I did not see this match. No. Why are you going to piss? Uh, I was going to see some friends that came down and ran across the Superdome. Okay. And when I got to them, the match was over. It's very tragic. I don't, I don't you missed much. You missed oh, miss yeah. Jinder Mahal winning the U.S. title, but kicking off the unforgettable Jinder U.S. title ran, I think, lasted like a day. Chipples? Like <laughs> no, it lasted a week because... Okay. Jeff Hardy came back the next Raw, and then the Raw after that, he won the title. I'm very happy for him. Uh, the mixed tag match, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey against Stephanie and Hunter. Um, <laughs> this was a match. I I don't agree with the consensus on this match. That's all I'm going to say. I understand, yes, why, thank people, you. I understand thank you. why people absolutely loved it. I don't blame anyone for giving it four stars plus, but like the best wrestler in this match was Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. Like I don't know yeah. how you give a match. I don't know how you give a match where Stephanie McMahon is the best wrestler, like four and a quarter, and all the crazy ratings I saw people give it. It was like a funny. I don't know. It's, it's one of those matches where it's like it was a funny spectacle, and I enjoyed it. But to me, that's like what two and three quarters was invented for. It's like yes. this wasn't bad. It was entertaining. It set up what it set out to do. But like, I don't know. Like, get, well, I rewatched before. this. I rewatched this actually recently because. I also did not like it at the time, and I'm like, everyone else did, so I figured I would. And rewatching it a second time, I kind of liked it just because it's just, it's WWE in a nutshell, and that it's just total bullshit, and just, it's everything about WWE that I hate, but kind of love at the same time. I don't know. It's a weird, it's the weirdest match of the year for me. It was a fun match. I mean, look, I, I, Kelly, Kelly gave it two and three quarters, Brennan gave it two and a half, Lee Malone went nuts and gave it four and a quarter. But Lee Malone, who's not going to defend himself. But um, there were some other people who who gave it four plus. I think maybe even Lanza. But yeah, I just like... I'll, I'll defend it, I guess. I mean, I liked it. Um, yeah, the thing is, I thought this would be a train wreck. and Because it, it was the first uh, Rousey match, right? And it really it came together way better than I think it had any right to. Yeah, I mean, Kurt Angle could barely move. But... <laughs> Didn't really matter as long as Rousey did all her spots. Well, I feel like it was uh, that's what really made it fun. Yeah, I yeah. mean, look, I'm not saying it was bad. It just wasn't an all-time classic. That's all. I this is one of those matches where I feel like I watched something entirely different from the people who are raving about it. Yeah, I will say, being live at live in the dome for this one, this was really this was probably the most memorable match of the night. Like it was uh, all the stuff. It was all the stuff you guys are saying, but from I, I, I would say like Rousey overperformed 
mostly yeah. because all I thought she would do was like the arm bar, but they like built up to it well. It was just it was a really good celebrity match. I would I mean say. look, Rhonda Rhonda this year, I'm not gonna I think some people are going nuts with her, I'm not gonna lie. What oh, I, yeah. what I will say with Rhonda is when she gets a chance to, you know, practice the same match fifty thousand times at the performance center and shit, she can do a pretty damn good job. I would never. If you told me does Rhonda do a good job and what she's supposed to do, I wouldn't really argue. She does a good job, but I'm sure there are a lot of people who would do a lot worse job. So you know, as much as I don't like her personally and like on some of the you know shit she says and stuff, I'm not gonna you know try to take that away from her. She does a good job at what she's supposed to do. The stuff like you know she's a fantastic wrestler and blah blah blah. Like she's you know, and there was like one match on Raw where she got kind of exposed, right? There's been every match on Raw she's exposed. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, <laughs> when she can practice but, these every matches over and over again, she's great. But, like, that's, yeah. You know, she's a rookie. What are you going to say? Yeah. She's like, a pay per view draw, though. So I don't really even care about her Raw matches because I don't even watch them. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, But, yeah, so the good. I also, I mean, the, the biggest problem in this match was Hunter and Angle, I thought. I remember, like, oh, yeah. Like, like oh, at one yeah. point, isn't there, like, a. There's like a slingshot spot where like they were trying to get over it and like Angle couldn't even get over the top rope. Uh yeah. Doesn't move well. Yeah. He doesn't stand well either. He doesn't exist well. Yeah. 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 Kurt Angle hasn't been well since like two thousand two. <laughs> and that's even, that's counting the broken neck. Yeah. Um, there was a SmackDown tag title match at one six minutes. Who gives a shit? Um, Undertaker beat John Cena in two forty five. I tuned into twenty eighteen WWE four just to like fucking laugh my ass off at how stupid it is, and this this fucking delivered. So John I, Cena as a fan taking pictures with Rob Feinstein, moment of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. Cena was around where I was sitting at WrestleMania 30. That's what I took from that. Um, he was on the floor, kind of facing the ring and the stage. Yeah. I mean, this is where the show kind of takes a turn, I guess. Now I think about it, because yeah. from like the angle, Rousey, Stephanie Hunter is is um, you know, even if you don't think it's like a four star match, it's still entertaining. Here you get to like this is funny bad. Then you have Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan's return match. Where he spends the entire match selling on the floor while Shane McMahon wrestles for like ten minutes. That With, was, <laughs> didn't he have like appendicitis or didn't wasn't it like guts know. destroyed or something? Yeah, his like insides weren't right. He had diverticulitis. <laughs> I think. That's oh, right. he had Brock Lesnar disease. Yeah, yeah, Brock, Lesnar. Brock Lesnar out. This is what he had. <laughs> so yeah, that was incredible. Uh, Nia Jackson flexed some blitz. That was bad. AJ and Shinsuke. I really thought they were going to go out here and have the fucking Wrestle Kingdom match that they gave like four and a quarter, maybe a little worse, and everybody would shout about how it was a five-star match. Instead, they had like a three-star match, and people kind of were like, oh, it was pretty good. Like, they had a match that was so not good that you couldn't, like the WWE fans couldn't even overrate it for for being at Mania. Like, can you believe, imagine if you told somebody two years ago, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura are going to have a WrestleMania match. People will be like, okay, well, that's like going to win match of the year for sure. And here we are. And it's like, yeah, it's like pretty good. The only thing anyone remembers is Shinsuke kicked him in the balls at the end. 
It's the WrestleMania curse where if you say a match is going to be a classic, it's not going to be a classic. Well, it's also the the Shimsuke doesn't give a shit anymore and the AJ isn't as good as it used to be cursed because (laughs) they went on to to have that curse a thousand more times. Uh, the Raw Tag Titles, who gives a shit? Hey, let's, let's give Nicholas his two credits. <laughs> sure. And then the main event, um, I, so shout out to J.R. Goldberg. I just want to read what he wrote here verbatim because this is, it is really hilarious. It's a review from the Voice of Wrestling Review. I remember reading history books about things like World War One and thinking about how literally every decision was the worst possible one <laughs> that could have been made and lead unequivocally towards disaster. This was that. Honestly, after that, I wouldn't be surprised if Roman was suspended for a wellness policy violation. He wasn't, by the way. One of the dumbest things I've ever watched. So shout out to JR at Wrestling Bubble on Twitter. Because I just, when I was going through the reviews again and saw that, I was like, well, that's that's all that has to be said about that match, honestly. Yeah, yeah I remember I remember being live, Roman get Roman gets pinned. <laughs> I laugh really loudly. My uncle who's with me laughs. We both leave. And as we're walking down the street to the parking garage, pyro's going off on top of the stadium. Because apparently the show is still going and everybody saw Roman Reigns sadly walk up the ramp. <laughs> oh, God. I just can't. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Callie, you, you reviewed it. What, what do you have to say about this? Fucking suck. <laughs> you remember what you the end of your review because it's pretty funny um, too. Yes, I clearly remember my final line of saying it's time to take Grandpa's keys away because he just drove into the <laughs> farmer's market. <laughs> God damn. Uh, like, I, I still don't understand why Vince was just like, you know, Roman, it's not your time yet. I'll fucking know when your time's gonna be, pal. <laughs> but it's not right now because we're gonna shove this shit back on Brock and keep the track on, keep the train rolling. And then, like everybody assumed that this was the build because this is this is the night they also announced the the fucking Saudi Arabia deal and the greatest Royal Rumble like three weeks later. And everybody was like, okay, well WrestleMania, and they they quickly announced the rematch, which first of all made no sense. It's not like Roman got screwed or anything. He just he got his ass beat. And he lost clean as a sheet. But they announced a cage match rematch. Okay. But <laughs> people were like, it's WrestleMania Road to the Greatest Royal Rumble. Because like that's what this show ended up feeling like when that Greatest Royal Rumble card came out. Yeah. It was like, wow, the, the real WrestleMania was the fucking Saudi show. But if anyone wants to. Greatest... that. <laughs> then he lost that. I know. Yeah. But no. no but he, he, won, <laughs> he totally didn't, man, because for some reason. Yeah, that's right. He got thrown out of the. I mean, he actually they, hit the ground first. We all, everyone knows this conspiracy. But but that they didn't mean for that to happen. I don't think. Though. No, they definitely didn't. <laughs> um, but yes, the greatest Royal Rumble. Did anyone? Did you guys watch that or no? I did not watch that show. I watched. I watched a little bit of it while I was in school, which, in retrospect, not a good idea. I reviewed <laughs> it for the site. Oh yeah, you did. Oh, I don't think I watched this. Uh, it, I, I've heard not good things. That's all I'll say. Oh the yeah, Man Rumble was like WWE fun with the fake Yokozuna and a oh bunch my of WWN <laughs> superstar Dan Matha and Great Kali, which I popped for. I just love the image of Vince McMahon going to Shinsuke and be like, "Pow!" 
God damn it! Do you know a sumo? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what he did. Absolutely, that's what he yeah. did. Shinsuke's friend, right? Didn't that come out? And yeah, like, Shinsuke's yeah. fucking drinking buddy or something. <laughs> God damn it, pal! Get me a sumo. <laughs> oh god. Uh, I loved it. What a fucking company this is. Um, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say uh, the most memorable part of this match was Titus O'Neil falling. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. It that really was. was. That uh, was fantastic. Uh, the, 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 John Oliver, which was kind of the greatest thing. This, uh, is also, this is also the show where the deleters of worlds won the tag. Oh, <laughs> fuck. They <laughs> did. That's their name on Cage Match. The deleters of worlds. Oh man! I will never forget the, for the rest of my life um, that we didn't talk about this because it's not a pay per view, but that fucking raw special raw show. I don't even know what the hell it was. The fucking fifty third anniversary. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Whatever the special raw was, where they took like five hundred or two hundred their most like hardcore fans and put them in the fucking Manhattan Center to like watch oh, the yeah. show on. On the screen, and Raw then after 25. like Raw twenty five, thank you. I, I really think. Oh yeah. But <laughs> where they like they took those fans and made them watch on the fucking TV screen, and then after like an almost two hours of getting nothing in that venue, they put out Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt in like a <laughs> shitty three minute match. I like almost like fucking choked to death laughing so hard. So like WWE took, took all the like they people paid like hundreds of dollars for those seats. To watch nothing. Oh, I, this, I mean, I, I hate this company, but I also love this company sometimes. So, it's something. Unreal. <laughs> Go over the year, Raw 25, spoiler. Uh, Raw 25. I might, my friend wanted to go to that, and I'm like, to this day, I'm like, wow, that was a, a great decision on my part to say, fuck no, I'm not, I'm not breaking my, like, seven-year streak of not going WWE for this. Bullet uh, dodge. <laughs> yeah. After that, Didn't we had another. Oh, sorry. sorry. Didn't they try to nominate that show for an Emmy? They like, did. Oh, they my did. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I have my tears of eyes right now. This company is amazing. But <laughs> next show, the World Wrestling Enter- another World Wrestling Entertainment Spectacular that was local that I could have gone to and did not was Backlash 2018. <laughs> so, yeah, this show, this is where the year I think. I don't know. I mean, I guess you can say the greatest Royal Rumble too. This is where the year really starts to go down the to- down the toilet. Um, yeah, I watched this entire show unfortunately because I reviewed it for Omakase. That was a mistake. This was one of the worst wrestling shows I've ever seen. Um, it opened with a very good Seth and the Miz match that, like, again, I went like three and three quarters on, and the crowd was like going crazy for this match. Like, this crowd was so like it- it's forgotten because the rest of the show they're completely dead because they get nothing. But, like, they're going so crazy for this shit. They're so into these two men doing fucking moves. And people, then... <laughs> people like The Miz, I I don't get it anymore. Like, I've... Oh, I thought he was awesome. Yeah, I, I really I enjoyed this match. Yeah. I mean, this match was good. I'm just generally sick of The Miz. There are a couple matches. He's in my WWE match of the year, actually. So. Wow. Um, but, yes. <laughs> well, we'll get to it. And this Spoilers. was also the match where Seth Rollins wore the gear that made it look like he was in the manga Dimension W, which I was a big <laughs> fan of. <laughs> um, so yes, that was a, that was a good match. Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss, not a good match. 
nope. Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton, not a good match. Nope. Daniel Bryan against Big Cass. Yes, folks. <laughs> that is what Daniel Bryan was doing nope. after returning to WrestleMania. He's hey, they, had fighting... they, they had to see what they had out of Big Cass. <laughs> fighting Big Cass. Can you imagine? Can you imagine like bringing Daniel Bryan back after all these years and be like, God damn it! <laughs> Big Cass! <laughs> it's like... Oh, I just can't. I'm going to like fucking just cry laughing on this show. Dream match. Um, Carmella and Charlotte Flair. That might be my my pick for worst match of the year. Oh, uh, no, like if any no. any promotion. Like, look, Car- what I said earlier about the women carrying the carrying WWE, it came to a fucking stop after WrestleMania when they gave yeah. Nia Jax the Raw Women's Title and Carmella the SmackDown Women's Title. It's like they're like people enjoy these title matches. We gotta fucking put a stop to that. And like Carmella and Charlotte just spend nine minutes. Like with Carmella putting in Char- putting Charlotte in like the loosest holds you have ever seen. It is nine minutes of the worst submission wrestling like ever captured on film. And if there's one thing that offends me, it is really bad submission holds. It's like it just looks so fucking stupid. And then she like just kicks her in the leg and wins. Charlotte Flair, this woman who like beat Oscar Streak, is generally like unstoppable, just kicks in the leg by a fucking Carmella and loses. I was like, "What the fuck?" Um, to be yeah, fair, Carmella. at least this Carmella title run really led to. Oh wait, uh, <laughs> yeah, it led, it led to nothing. Trust <laughs> the process. <laughs> Carmella's uh, in my worst match of the year, but we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, AJ versus Shinsuke. Boy, that fucking suck. Um, it was going. It was yep. going all right. Then it was bad. Then it got okay again. And then we got the double dick kick. So. The second non-finish in a row. Um, last game, Strowman against Owens and Zayn. To be honest, I don't remember anything about that match. I don't either, but according to my review, I did not watch it because I was eating ice cream. So I had <laughs> someone someone from the Slack review it for me, and I'm sure you can guess who it was when I read my review. Uh, go watch Lashley have better matches by starting your 30-day free trial at GlobalWrestlingNetwork.com. Hey. <laughs> mm, it's a mystery. I wonder who Ghost wrote that for me. <laughs> and then the main event, folks. Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns. Um, How was this so bad? They couldn't... This is this was the match I was... Delusionally, I was looking forward to this. Uh, going to the show. I was like, wow, this is gonna, this could be really good. I like Roman. He had a good 2017. He comes through in some big matches. And he's up against Samoa Joe, who can be pretty good. You know, he's old, but, you know, he can still be good. And they told – and for, like, a minute, it was fucking great. Yeah. And Samoa yeah. Joe, like, beats the shit out of him, like, puts him to the table. The crowd is, like, losing their shit. It's fucking awesome. And then, boy, the fucking headlock start. Yep. <laughs> four minutes of a rest hold. Like, that's just four minutes straight of just rest holds. In, in 2018. And by the way, this show, it is past 11 p.m. on the East Coast. Oh, my so God. People, that's right. So people are just fucking leaving. Like, yeah. people got work in the morning, and this yeah. match is not making them want to stay and, you know, be late to work tomorrow. So they're just fucking leaving in droves. And so this goes on forever. These fucking rest holds. And then Roman Reigns, I guess, just wins at the end. And they cut this is an amazing shot where they cut to the live crowd. And, you know, they always come to the crowd for, like, people to cheer, people to boo, or people to react in any way. And just everybody gets up. 
Okay, no one reacts at all. No one cheers. No one does anything. They just all immediately leap out of their seats and run. Because the, uh, it's, 11, it's 11.30 at night on the East Coast on a fucking Sunday. And they just watch like a bunch of boring bullshit. And they don't care. They just want to go the fuck home. The so. aisles are packed with people just headed for the door. Yeah. Like, I've never seen anything like it, honestly. Yeah. Well, it's one of the most amazing shots ever. Yeah, my my uh, star rating for this was in all caps zero stars. Insert GIF of Beetlejuice making the jerk off hand motion. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so any other thoughts on backlash? I thought this would fucking sucked. <laughs> oh. I thought this would be one of the worst shows of the year, but then, <laughs> well, then we got the rest of the year. I mean, it was I, it was one of the worst shows of the year for me, but I didn't, I didn't watch a lot of other ones all the way through. So, no one. Do you have any thoughts on Backlash, Jack? If you haven't heard from you in a while, I don't want to talk about Backlash. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even like the Rollins Miz match. So, wow, it was, People I, say it I'm was like three hours of hell, but not as bad as three Extreme plus. Rules. Yeah, not as bad as Extreme Rules, though. We'll get to that. So Extreme Rules, we'll get to that right now, actually. This is like the, the circle of hell, I think. These, oh no, Money in the Bank is next. Uh, these three shows in a row, basically. Um, I don't know, Money in the, Money in the Bank, I, I think I saw none of this show. I'm trying to go through the card. You know what I turned on? I turned on Roman and Ginger. I was oh, like, I have God. to. I was like, I have to see this. Is this the right idea? Where they were like, well, we don't want Roman to get booed, so we'll put him up against Gender in Chicago. The fans won't cheer Gender, and I guess they were right because the fans didn't cheer Gender. They just didn't react to the match at all, if I remember correctly. But yeah, that I was turned... the match that, for the first time ever, Rich censored me. Really? What did oh he? Oh my god! What did he because. Do? That was the show. It was on Father's Day, so I was rating oh. each match by whatever father it made me think the most of. So that match I rated as Chris Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I do remember this now. Wow. Um, oh, um, but yeah, so great, good show, great show, fantastic show. What do you think of the money in the bank? Look, I fucking I can't stand the money in the bank gimmick anymore. I think it's it's like I don't know, ten years past its due here. Didn't like so... Roman murder Kevin Owens, and then they didn't even catch it. Like on the, <laughs> they didn't even actually film the fall correctly. Probably. Oh. Yeah, which time? I feel like that happened more than once. Time. Yeah, that happened more than once this year. I think this was the first one. The first time he died for no reason. Uh, <laughs> people say this company's safe, by the way. I don't know if anyone knows that. But... <laughs> That's a good joke. Oh, yeah. Kevin Owens, double knee surgery, out for the year. Yeah. For what it's worth, I talked to one of my friends, saw him at Disney yesterday, and he said Owens was getting around really good. That's oh, cool. that's good. So that's good. So any thoughts on the actual like rest of the show? Carmella Osco's bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're still not at my worst match with Carmella yet. It got worse for me. How did AJ Shinsuke go 31 minutes? Oh, my God. It was last man standing, man. Yeah, those are always going to be four hours long. (sighs) Oh, and this was uh, Ronda's first one-on-one match with Nia Jax, who was a heel, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This was surprisingly good because Nia is terrible and Ronda was a rookie. Well, is a rookie, but this was like her first match. 
Yeah, I I rated that one at Andy Griffith, so I must have liked it. Mm. Yeah, the the women on the show were actually good, because I actually liked the women's uh, ladder match. Uh, I didn't love it, but I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was better than the ones from last year. Was Was the men's money in the bank any good? It was a whole bunch of nonsense. It was, it was Braun killing everybody again, I think. Okay. It was Miz making a face and running away. Now, I've seen some people say the AJ Shinsuke match was good. Was it any good? It was... I think it was the best one that they did. What, that doesn't there was a really good, good but, kick. I mean, yeah. It was long as the thing, and it was very WWE, last man standing style. Okay, so I probably yeah. hate it. Like yeah. um, <laughs> Nakamura did the come on thing, and then AJ kicked him in the balls like super hard. That oh, was cool. yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that that was great. That was a good spot. But the match was 31 minutes, so that was True. really good. Skip to yeah, like the last five. The okay. Styles Clash off the steps to the floor was pretty nuts, I guess. Uh, but that was like oh, a yeah. 29. So, <laughs> yeah. Daniel, Daniel Bryan beats Big Cash in the opening match here because this feud really went like three months long. Big and Cass's final match. The Big Cass gets fired the next day. Yeah. So. yeah. Goodbye, Big Cass. Hello, the Big C. <laughs> uh. what, a, what a fucking run that was. I, I, that's one of those ones where it's like almost, it feels rude to dunk on the people who said like the Bryan return was going to be fine and the Big Cass feud was good because, like, I don't know. It's just, they're they so got, wrong. They just got destroyed by reality. So yeah. Um. After that, we have extreme rules. Um, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, uh, one more thing. Well, two more things. One, I like the women's cash in angle. Uh, even though I'm tired of the Money in the Bank two, I just thought, okay, Ronda's gonna kill Alexa. It's a good little first feud. And then secondly, this was Sami Zayn's last match of the year. Oh yeah, he got it. it. Yep. Yeah. Double shoulder surgery, baby. See you um, next year. So, so Braun won this, right? His cash in was Hell in a Cell, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's the monster in the bank. His oh, we'll get was... we'll get to that fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, I just want to I just want to point out he cashed in a match that had no result. Should he just get the case back? No, he's You'd a think. Nope. He start. <laughs> nope. Matt, when the bell rings, then it's over. Okay. And I don't understand. Extreme Rules, July 15th, 2018. Um, this is a show I watched like, so I turned it on. I gave it, I gave it the old college try. And, you know, I, I believe I got through, I watched the open. I don't remember anything about it. I watched Finn and Corbin. I don't remember anything about it. I watched Carmel and Asuka go five minutes long and involve like Asuka losing by getting ran first face or face first into a shark cage. That uh, was my that... worst match of the year. <laughs> I see it's too short to be worst match of the year, I think. It's really terrible. It has one of the worst seven stars. Um, which, which is the one where like oh, so the year the month before is the one where Asuka's like like so distracted by a person wearing her outfit that she couldn't do anything and just got gets beaten. Right? Yes. Yeah. So that is real badass there. Um then the US title match. The US title match, I'm like, okay. Maybe this will be good. I'm kind of, I was like kind of into it. Shinsuke and Jeff Hardy. I was like, well, it's a weird match, and I kind of want to see it. And then it was like six seconds long, and Shinsuke just won. And I was like, fuck this show. This yeah, is- Shinsuke <laughs> hit Hardy in the balls before the bell rang. Yep, bell rang. Kinshasa. That's it. And then um, Randy Orton showed up for some reason. <laughs> oh yes, and the, 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 like, and, like, did he like beat the shit out of Jeff Hardy? 
Yes, no. he stomped him in the balls. Oh wait, yeah, that was this one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, this was this was really stupid. And then Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman. I think I turned it off during this match, and then I didn't watch the rest of the show, except for I turned it on for the main for the last two matches again. So um, I don't know anything to say about Bra- Lashley and Roman. I don't remember it being. I, I didn't see it actually. So I uh, couldn't have told you that match actually happened. Holy shit! Lashley won. <laughs> which is, I woke up. And, I woke Roman... up from my nap because I slept during the show, and I saw Lashley win, and I was like, "All right, that's neat." <laughs> wins this match and then they just go with Roman as the challenger for SummerSlam anyway. yeah cause Roman <laughs> Lashley like the night after or something that's stupid um, I didn't see Alexa Naya I, I, I bet that wasn't that good. was bad uh, yeah. I didn't see the Bludgeon Brothers and Team Hell no They're, I was like, sleeping oh that match pissed me off <laughs> I ranted during that match because Daniel Bryan got pinned when Kane was in the match yeah well, alright you and have to hurt he he was a mayoral candidate. Okay, you have to protect. Yeah, protect yeah. The people yeah. of Knoxville are not going to vote for a loser. So, um, but then I tuned back in for AJ and Rusev because I was like, wow, you know, okay. I was like, AJ, you're free of Shinsuke. I know he's lazy and all that, but Rusev's great. Surely you guys can have an awesome match. And they had like a three and a half star match, which is you know, good match, very good match, but like. This is the kind of match where, like, if AJ finishes higher than, like, I don't know, 50th, and then we don't know Wrestling 100 this year, like, I'm going to burn that whole thing to the ground. Yeah. Because he just, yeah. every opportunity, every major position. I understand the argument for, like, you know, um, get, like, body of work or, you know, volume or whatever. And I, I hear that he has better matches on TV, to be fair. But, like, how could you just, like, come up, come up small on pay-per-view after pay-per-view after pay-per-view and really be like one of the best wrestlers in the world. It just doesn't make any sense. Like you're not, you're not, you're not having the, the standout performances. So, yeah. I mean, if we're doing finest wrestlers of the year, sure. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I reviewed this match uh, for the website, AJ and Rusev. And I said, uh, this was the best match of the night so far, but that's like winning a 50 yard dash with a 40 yard head start. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the ratings here, like, Three and a quarter, three and a half, three. So, and that was all, all, all three of you were reviewing this show. Wow. Yep. Yeah. 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 The, the best reunion. match on the show was the pre show, surprisingly. Almost oh, yeah. Sin Cara. That was, I was the about best to match say I that, yeah. Um, then the main event the 30 <laughs> minute Iron Man match for the Intercontinental title. This I turned I, I, I turned it off at first, you know, after that AJ Rusev match because I was like, yeah, fuck, I don't want to watch a 30 minute Dolph Seth match. By the way, neither did Pittsburgh, as it turned out. Yep. But, but when I read about what was happening on Twitter, I was like, okay, I have to see this. So this, if you've forgotten, folks, is the we're going to take the clock away match, basically. Oh. Someone else <laughs> described this. Someone else described this. Kelly, you do it. So what happened was the crowd just got bored during this match, which rightfully so. Didn't, so as the- it Didn't like the Bayface get up to like a 3 nothing lead, right? Wasn't that? It was like really stupidly booked. I think it was Ziggler that got to the... In the first 15 minutes, I remember. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. something ridiculous. I think it was Seth. Let me say. Hold yeah, on. seven falls yeah. in the first 15 minutes. Yep. I think... Yeah, the Bay, uh, bay face was down. I could have sworn Seth got out to like a 3 nothing lead. He might have got up... He might have, but then Ziggler might have went up 4-3. to three. Yeah. Yes, saying, that's what happened. But when a Bayface is up 3 to nothing, the crowd's not going to give a shit. So. No. 
But so the, as the show, as the timer is ticking down, the fans just decide it's going to be like the Royal Rumble or like New Year's and get excited whenever a minute is done <laughs> and then count along with the final 10 seconds until... And then they went, Biz! Yeah, yes. <laughs> until WWE decided to take the clock away to get them to quiet down. So, and then so it just got worse because they started doing it at random intervals. So if you're watching the show, <laughs> if you're watching the show, all of a sudden you hear the crowd go, Boo! like really loudly. And and I think that, like Seth and, and Dolph were like in a headlock or something. So there was no reason for yeah. them to boo loudly. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then you start hearing from the cr- reports like, oh yeah, they took the fucking clock down. Because they're mad. And then Death, <laughs> Seth and Dolph, I keep almost like combining their names for some reason. <laughs> Seth and Dolph, like they, they, they can start talking to the ref. They're like just basically berating this poor referee for the decision to take the clock down because they're like, now it's worse. Yeah. Now they're like, yeah. now they're counting down like every 30 seconds or like just whatever the fuck they feel like it. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. So, yes, this was like the ultimate battle between um, WWE fans who. Just like, just do not enjoy this, this fucking promotion, but still come to these these shows for God knows what reason. I'll never Versus... understand that. Like, <laughs> why? Why still go to these shows? <laughs> I don't know. It's incredible. I I mean, that was a question I remember asking. Um, I think with Jack actually, we talked a little bit about this show along with like I don't know the G one and I think Attack yeah, on Titan. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oof, oh, Attack on Titan. Oof. Um. But yeah, I mean, like, I just remember being like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't get it." Like, you're you're clearly not going to enjoy it. Just why are you still going? I don't. I don't I've know. been to one pay per view of Fastlane last year when Goldberg won the title, and I will never go to one ever again. No, they're terrible. Like, I thought about going to Raw tonight purely because it's the first wrestling show in the new arena, and that's kind of cool. But then I was like, Ah, no, it's a Raw. That's going to fucking <laughs> suck. I'd rather go watch Tommy Dreamer versus Al Snow or whatever is happening in a week. Well, well, hey, guys, you missed the Lucha House Party beating the Revival in a (laughs) three-on-two handicap match. Okay. Those are real real people. Wait, so so was this round two of Band Baby Faces? Of course it was. (laughs) Like, they really just book everything that Vince Russo would book. Except there's these crazy fucking people defending it all now. Hey, bro, what if we just book everything backwards? <laughs> Wait, but I have a question, Suit. What yeah. is it good though? Um, Wait, is it good? <laughs> uh, it wasn't. The uh, Lucha House Party was very sloppy. Yeah, bro, it rules. doesn't matter if it's good. You watched it, and this is a goddamn shoot. <laughs> so Extreme Rules was a very bad show. I think we can all agree. True. What was the, what was the worst of the three? Because I think all three of these shows are bad. Like right, this this three show run was as bad as any three show run in wrestling history. Fair, fair statement. Yeah, I would yeah. say. Well, Money in the Bank was. I wouldn't say it was terrible, but it, but with the other, but two, it was really bad. But yeah, yeah. It was definitely the best one. The stretch. Yeah, so Money in the Bank's the best one. Definitely. Then, yes. Then Backlash and Extreme Rules. Yes. Backlash was my least favorite, but that's because I remember being very tired during the bro- during the Roman Joe match and just being really angry about that. I I have extreme rules as worse. Me too. I think Backlash is the worst because the Iron Man thing is funny. So that's, that's fair, but it's also a thirty minute 
Dolph Ziggler's. Oh, we even mentioned, by the way. Okay, the finish. Can oh, yeah. Finish to this? <sighs> so they're tied 4 4. Oh, no. What, what happens? They're so, tied. Kurt, okay. So Kurt Angle restarts it, right? Kurt oh, Angle God. Restarts. That's right. This is a tie, yeah. Drew McIntyre, he got banned from ringside earlier. Yeah. He shows back up and distracts Rollins, and Dolph rolls him up in about no, he hits a, seven hits a seconds. Hits a zigzag. Oh, he hits a zigzag. Yeah, he, he hits his move and pins him. So, so Cornego comes out to restart it because it's, it's at 30 minutes, but he doesn't come out to restart it again when the guy he had thrown out came back. But the guy who was banned from ringside came back. He does yeah. not restart it again. My biggest problem is that they did this in like 10 seconds. Yeah. Like, why not just do this during the match? Um, <laughs> good yeah. question. So, not a good show. Not a good, not a good run of shows at all. But then we have SummerSlam. Um, this is the show I watched in full because I reviewed it on this website as well as, uh, you know, for Omakase. This show, if nothing else, was really fucking funny. I mean, this was a show <laughs> where I came on here and just like me and Kevin Brown reviewed it, and we just fucking like laughed and laughed and laughed how stupid the show was. Um, but Seth and Dolph Ziggler, that was whatever. New Day and Bludgeon Brothers, that was whatever. But then we get to Braun beating Kevin Owens in two minutes. Oh my god! Contract on the line. We get to the Becky Lynch heel turn where she beats <laughs> the shit. Like this is she beats the shit out of Charlotte, and he's one hundred percent justified. To do this because you know the fucking crowd is completely on her side and as they should be because like charlotte if you don't remember the story it was supposed to be becky and carmella and charlotte her becky lynch's supposed best friend got herself out of the match when well, becky hadn't had a shot in like a million fucking years so yep. she had every right to be pissed at this woman well in in fairness even though this is really dumbly booked Charlotte didn't like ask to be put in. She like showed up okay. one week to save Carmel to save Becky from a beatdown. But you could have said no, then, I guess. Either way, either way, I it was guess. totally it was really stupid in the crowd. The crowd completely sided with Becky. And people yeah. like, people were really delusional on whether or not it was supposed to be a heel turn. It was definitely supposed to be a heel turn. It's just the crowd was completely behind her. I mean, the Becky run was amazing. It's the best thing this company's done all year by far. Oh yeah. But you know, it's just it is really funny to watch to watch the actual turn. Then we get some Mojo and AJ Styles. Yeah. So, when oh, Joe's gonna be her new daddy. <laughs> so as I mentioned, I don't watch the WWE television. Okay. So when this pre-show, like I just figured some Mojo and AJ Styles are having a match for the World Wrestling Entertainment title because AJ has his belt and Joe would like to have it. So when this pre-match video starts and we get into all this shit with Samoa Joe threatening his family and basically saying he wants to fuck his wife and all this shit, I am sitting here just like with my mouth agape. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? And then Joe comes out again and says, basically says all the same shit and makes it even more explicit that he wants to fuck AJ's wife. And the bell rings and they do a headlock. <laughs> <laughs> and then AJ's like, motherfucker, you want to have sex with my woman. I'm going to test your strength. And, start and I just like, I'm in tears at this point. Cause I'm like, what are they like? This man wants to have sex with your wife. And you're just like, let's go boy. Matt wrestling. Eight. All right, Joe, only a strong man can cuck me. 
<laughs> oh man, it, it's incredible. Honestly, it's one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. And then the the match, like f- like Joe says this, grabs a mic and says it again. And AJ apparently his life rule is like you can say you're gonna have sex with my wife fifty times, but if you do it on fifty one, motherfucker, I'm coming. Because <laughs> then he goes crazy on him. So yeah, one of the dumbest things we're seeing. Really funny. He's um, a Will Ferrell character in Austin Powers. Like you can't ask him the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> then he snaps and it's over. Uh, the Miz versus Daniel Bryan. This was the main WWE match of the year that I mentioned earlier. Um, I mean, I gave this four and a half stars. I thought it was awesome. And I know I'm out on an island here, so you know I've, that's been made very clear to me after the after the fact. And it didn't work for the live crowd at all, which is really funny to me. I liked this was... match a lot. I, yeah. I went four and a quarter. It's not my favorite match of the year for WWE, but I still really, really enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's a match that Dana Bryan went out there and decided to work around one to punch this motherfucker, basically. Yeah. And, like, it was very old school. And it was, like, if I'm going to watch a WWE show, like, this is kind of what I want to see. I want to see a very old school American style match that's, like, really good. I feel like we don't, you know, because I can get, like, guys doing moves and, like, you know, people hitting each other a lot better in other wrestling I watch. But this kind of this kind of match I really can't get better anywhere else at this point. So, like, I don't know. I was very into it. I really loved it. I thought Miz was awesome. I thought Brian was awesome. None of it mattered because he turned Brian heel, like, three months later. But, yeah, <laughs> I just thought it was fucking awesome. The crowd, but, but I do want to stress, the live crowd did not agree with me. The live crowd like slept through this, which I couldn't. I mean, they've they've killed Daniel Bryan first of all so thoroughly by this point that like this this character driven match for Daniel Bryan getting his revenge on the Miz just it meant nothing to them. So it just it's not what you know it's not what WWE crowds come to see anymore. They just they come to see cool moves. So which they yeah. get occasionally, and, and you know occasionally they don't. I think the Rollins Ziggler match was the cool moves match. Yeah, um, and this was a yeah this was a really good. Story, you're not on an island per se. I think most people thought it was good, but the crowd, yeah, they weren't super hot for it. I mean, I would, were, were you guys shocked at how dead they were, though? I was pretty shocked. Yeah, no, because this should have been at one point, this could have been the hottest match in the entire company. Yeah. Agreed. Right. It should have been for all. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, it's, I don't even, know, I'm still to this day, I don't understand why the crowd wasn't hotter for it. I don't know. Because I think it's it's just those long-ass WWE shows. No one wants to be there that long. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Now, they're, like all, four now they're all four hours. <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, be honest. I don't remember watching this. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm sure it was good, but, like, I, I can't remember it. Uh, and then back to comedy. Finn Balor beat Baron Corbin a minute and a half. Finn Finn Balor was the demon. (laughs) Even Corbin last month. Yeah, the call is inner demon to beat a fucking ball guy in a vest. Yep. By the way, aren't they wrestling on Raw again tonight? I think so. I I think they might be. I think so. As I watch Drake Maverick run off with Bobby Roode's coat. I mean, it's supposed to be the blow off, and three months later, you know. They're just wrestling again <laughs> Monday oh, Night Raw. By the way, Balor had a universal title match the next night. Didn't use the demon then. All tapped out. <laughs> well, yeah. But, you, you only get so many demons <laughs> a week. Let's yeah. yeah. um, refuel them. So, after that, we go to um, Shinsuke and Jeff Hardy. I don't remember that at all. Ronda Rousey. Yes, sorry. I'm sorry. I think Jeff Hardy did a swanton to the floor in this match. 
It was no, to I the apron. Yeah. And yes, but you're right, though, but no one remembers anything about it. Yeah. Apparently, according to the review, I watched a video of a monkey smoking a cigarette during this match. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess that's where the state of my mind was. Ronda against Alexa, that was fine. And then Reigns beat Brock because Brock was too busy kicking Ron Strowman's ass. After all these years. After all these years, Roman beat Brock because Brock was too busy beating Braun Strowman's ass. That, yep. that rules. So, what a, what an amazing end. Uh, the thing was, about this... Oh, hold on, I got one more thing to say. Sorry. This is the show where I first noticed they used the projections and entrances, and they projected a big fucking dog above Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, that, that came rules. Out. And then I lost it, and then I just kept on typing the big dog when I was my <laughs> review because I had been watching WWE for five hours and I saw the big dog, the literal big dog, and it was just beautiful. Yeah, so this so. show was this show was hilarious. I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I think I put like uh, I don't know. I mean, like it, it, compared to what it could have been, compared to mostly the last three shows, this was like the greatest show of all time. It wasn't that good, but it was when did Lesnar and Undertaker streak? 2014? Yep, 2014. So this yeah. Was four years after that, culminating in the big bad going down <laughs> via Spear. He wasn't looking because he was killing. The distraction finish. Yes. Just I know. Wanna, okay, I just had to make sure of that. Okay. Um, all right, let's speed through the rest of these shows because this is taking a long time. How in a cell? Didn't watch this show except for the main event, which was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Uh, oh, this of, fucking show. One of the worst. That... <laughs> Look, a lot of people thought the show was great, Kelly. The reviews online, like, people thought this was, this was like, an awesome show. I, I, you seem like you hate it, so go ahead. You know, here's the thing. I liked a bunch of it. Like, that Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, Hell in a Cell is the grossest WWE match I've seen all year, and it was fucking awesome. I, I really find this hard to believe still. I should... I really don't want to watch twenty five minute Randy Orton match to find like out. that match rules. Yeah, because Randy agree. Orton got a chunk of his leg cut off. That was awesome. He got fucked up with his back because Jeff Hardy was whipping him with a studded belt, so he was just bleeding everywhere. Uh, he stuck a screwdriver through Jeff Hardy's earlobe and started twisting it. That was cool. Like this is the closest WWE's gotten to a death match in years. It was. Awesome. I will say, Randy Orton developing this ear spot with Jeff Hardy has been one of the only interesting things he's done in years. Oh, yeah. This ear thing was kind of cool, but I mean, it's one spot. But yeah. But, Callie, why is the show still bad, though? Uh, the main event. The main event was yeah, fucking that stupid. Was really, that was really terrible. I mean, one of the stupidest fucking things and I've I was ever seen again, in my goddamn life. Again, every time looking forward to something in this company this, this, this year... I really liked all the Roman Braun matches from 2017. Oh, they're great. Really, I was really looking forward to this match. I tuned yeah. into it for specifically for it. It was fucking garbage. Yeah. Like, they it didn't do anything. In a confined space. And then their friends came out to fight each other. And Rollins and Ziggler both took, like, a fall off of the side of the cage through a table. And the camera didn't even catch Ziggler's bump. Like, <laughs> he could have broken his back for nothing. And then they never talked about that dive ever again because here comes Brock Lesnar to kick everyone's ass. Yeah, Brock oh. Lesnar's back, folks. A month yeah. after he was vanquished at SummerSlam, the show ends with Brock Lesnar kicking everyone's ass 
And it just ends. And then to a no contest and a Hell in a Cell match. And also, <laughs> Mick Foley was there? Okay. Apparently. Mick Foley was there. Oh, time out. Time out. No contest in a Hell in a Cell match. That is like literally Vince Russo. That's yes. what he would do. I remember because it was they were on a. Uh, I listened to the Brian and Vinny show for whatever reason, but um, they were talking about a Falls Count Anywhere match between Bam Bam Bigelow yeah. and yeah. somebody else. Oh yeah, and it ended with a count out. Yeah. Ah. How, how does a Hell in a Cell match end with? Um, how does that end with a with a with a no contest? Bro, I'm telling you, it's a swerve. <laughs> well, you gotta you won't be expecting it. Yeah, you got I mean, like just the fact that Mick Foley was there purely to like sell. Oh, this is you know this is hell on a cell. This is brutality, and then he just gets maced by by Paul Heyman. Oh, I forgot about the mace. But then, like, why is Mick Foley was there purely to make Braun and Roman look worse? Because they just got some F5s. And then, oh, they couldn't wrestle their match anymore. Boo-hoo. Mick Foley gets tossed off the fucking cell and through the cell and continued his match. There was no no contest there. So it's like, how shitty do they make these guys look compared to Attitude Era guys? Again. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it's just really bad. I mean, it's really, really bad. Uh, can any, I any take... other... Sure, go ahead. Um, well, first of all, I want to say, like, Ziggler and McIntyre versus Ambrose and Rollins. Probably my main roster match of the year. I really enjoyed this. See, I thought that match was so overrated. I saw I people raving match about one it. Star. Yeah, I, I didn't understand why people loved that match. Like, I hated that. Sell, so sell me on it, suit, because I just I don't get it. I might not be in the right mindset to sell somebody on it, because I just watched Drake Maverick piss on Bobby Roode's jacket on Raw. <laughs> Wait, he peed again? Yeah, he took Bobby Roode's oh, jacket from no. the right side, went to the back. Uh, he threw the jacket into the toilet, pissed on it. Bobby Roode's looking at this on the screen, and then AOP beat him up and pin him. Why? That was a tag team title match, by the way. <laughs> is Drake Maverick's gimmick that he just pees a lot? I think yeah. it is now. Yeah, he's never gone. By the way, you know he had to, he had to shoot pee? That's amazing. Yeah. That... He's supposed to have a piss machine that didn't work, so they made him piss shoot. Machine. Yes, he had a piss machine. Give that man a raise. He had a fake piss pack, and they were like, "God damn, pal, you gotta piss yourself now." <laughs> but you know, in Vince's defense, he wouldn't ask anyone to do something. Anyone to do something he wouldn't do. That's true. He did pee himself that one time. He did pee himself. That is shoot pee, we're sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, that was shoot pee. Okay. <laughs> well, there's supposed to be a piss pack this time, but instead we got shoot pee again. Oh, and uh, back to this show. Um, By the way, a publicly traded company won't let people like cut themselves with a tiny little blade, but they'll let people piss themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never like... understand the not blading thing, especially when they're like, "All right, Brock, just go fucking hit them so hard their heads explode." That's a okay. yeah. That the Orton Lesnar thing baffles me to this day. That's, that's absolutely insane. I still yeah, love that's, that that's... Chris Jericho was gonna fight Brock Lesnar. <laughs> like that's the coolest shit in the world to me. That Chris Jericho is just like, you know what? Fuck this guy. I'm gonna kick his ass because he hurt my friend. 
Um, but yeah, so this this show didn't sound like good. Oh, People said it was good at the time, but it doesn't sound like good. Uh, I liked Maybe. everything up to the mixed tag match, which I thought I forgot about and might be one of my worst matches of the year. Oh, okay. I hated that match so much. All right. Super Showdown. I didn't watch the show. Or that was next? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't see that one either. Wow. Oh, I reviewed this. <laughs> uh, Hunter, Hunter Undertaker. If you haven't read... um, God, what the fuck's his name? I always TJ Hawk, thank you. I hope he doesn't hear this now. If you haven't read TJ Hawk's um, review of Hunter versus Undertaker. It's one of my favorite reviews about anything. He really like tears that match at asshole. Um, I feel like I, I feel like I don't need to watch this twenty-seven and a half minute match because at least uh, I've I've read TJ's review and it's good enough. Was this the show where John Cena mysteriously returned with hair? Uh, believe- yes. Oh. oh yeah, his weird fucked up hair. Yeah, because he was off filming a movie in China or something, and he didn't take a single bump. I want to. I want to move on very quickly. Anything on the show worth watching? No. Cedric Alexander. That's it. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah. The main event. If you want to see two very sad. No, I I don't. I don't. So let's move on. (laughs) But Um, if you do, if I do, I don't though. Evolution. (laughs) I didn't see this show. I've heard really good things. Um. I don't know. I've I just I meant to get around to watching it. This is I I was like in a real anti WWE place because of the Crown Jewel thing, and like yeah. I just didn't want to watch anything involving them. That's fair. But I've heard that this show is good. Oh, oh I yeah, like Ronda Rousey, Nikki Bella a lot. I did too. I enjoyed a good chunk of this show. This was the best show of the year. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, Man. no, I totally agree. Yeah. I was not uh, upset that I jumped on to review it. It was very good. It was it was good for WWE show, but it was just a good show overall. Yeah, I had two four and a half star matches. Wow. Like that's yeah. nuts. I had Wh- three. Which points. ones were they? Uh, the May Young Classic Finals with Tony Storm and Io and uh, Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. Oh wow! Okay, I yeah, liked I'd... them both. Yeah, I went four on Becky versus Charlotte. In retrospect, I think I should have went four and a quarter. I actually really liked that. I liked parts of that match, but it just had all the issues that I always have with these WWE last woman man standing matches. Right. Like, it's just, it wasn't them. It was just more a systematic problem to me. Yeah. I think, yeah, the Becky being afraid of Charlotte rising from the dead, I think made me take that quarter star off. But, yeah, uh, no, that's fair. That sucked. But I really, but I still really loved it. I think also really loved it because I didn't expect Becky to win, so. And now she's the hottest thing in the company, so yeah. Yeah, by far. Even with her face broken. <laughs> uh, Crown Jewel. Who, this nope. Is, nope. Next. Nope. Nope. No, 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 what I want to say about Crown Jewel. Next. This, let, hold on. <laughs> this, was, this was really and truly gross that they did this. And yes. they're mm-hmm. the worst company in the world. And it's important not to lose. We've had a lot of laughs today. But it's important not to lose track of the fact that this company fucking sucks. And are fucking terrible people. So, gotta get that blood money. Gotta get that. They, okay, I, I don't want to get started. They don't even need it. No, they don't. They have no. no fucking need for this blood money. They're getting paid like seven trillion dollars a year next, starting next year for their fucking TV deal. But they wouldn't give up this goddamn blood money. Like, 
how good would they have looked if they just dropped it? What the moment that murder happened? Oh, it would have been awesome. Yeah, great. Right. But what? what but hey, they're, they're the Czech man is the best in the world. He won the WWE World Cup to determine the best in the world. Really not even, there's not even any point talking about anything that happened on the show. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's, fuck the show. Fuck yeah. the show. And yeah, so. and Triple H tore his pack or his quad or something in good form. Oh, remember when he and uh, he and Undertaker just ran into a wall together while holding hands? That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two, oh, people, two people in the Omakase Awards voted this is worst show of the year before it actually took place. And That's fair. I feel, I feel like they've been justified. Yeah. Were they oracles? Can they see the future? Well, they just I think they just didn't like it on the grounds of what it was, but I nah, good point. <laughs> um, Survivor series. Um so the one night see... a year, Raw and SmackDown go head to head. One night. Yep. Um I didn't see all of this show. I started with the the uh the Raw versus SmackDown 10 man, which I didn't really like that much. Um Anyone really love that match? Anyone disagree with me? I thought it was all right. Uh, it wasn't as offensive as it could have been. The tag match, the ten, the the tag, the the Robert SmackDown ten man, third, third from the top. Oh, third from the top. Uh, I was fine. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really like it. Yo, you know what? I was offended at. They put a shirt on Finn Balor. Yeah. Why put a shirt on Finn Balor? Look at him. Also, at I, those... I'm tired of Shane being the last guy on his team. It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, but look at those look at those sweet, beautiful man titties and abs and hogs, <laughs> and they're just gonna try and cover that up. No, fuck you. He's not he's not Baron Corbin. He doesn't need to put a shirt on. Um, I only saw the last two. Ronda Ronda and Charlotte. Um, oh, that ruled. Okay, that was awesome. right. I was. I'll yeah, be the one person. You know, it was good. I thought it was very overhyped. Um, you know, I would go like three and a quarter or something. I just, I didn't think they're like the mat wrestling to me wasn't very good. And I don't know. It just felt like, felt like it was very like WWE scale mat wrestling. One uh, thing I know. really like about Ronda is how she can pull off submissions out of the weirdest positions. Like mm. she just gets people in and especially here with charlotte just in the weirdest awkward positions but then somehow pulls out a decent looking move like i'll never understand how someone's brain works to make them do that but that's one of the most impressive things about her to me as a wrestler yeah this is actually my matt w my this is my main roster match of the year because mm-hmm. uh it just nothing it felt really different and it just felt like a struggle the whole time yeah. Even if everything wasn't smooth, like it, it literally it did feel like very much like a like a struggle in a way that most yes. matches don't capture that feeling. And also, Charlotte was really uh, aggressive, and I just felt like all her stuff was uh, I don't know. She it, it was a very different energy this match had. That might oh, be the most I've ever enjoyed Charlotte in a match. Yeah, yeah me too. I, yeah. Well, you guys liked it a lot more than I did, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, know, I, thought, um, I thought it was fine. It was good, but. I'm more on John's side with it. I kind of thought the start was kind of clunky, and then yeah. Ronda got like her mouth busted open too. But then as it escalated, I started liking it more and more to where I'm not on match of the year level, but I did think it was good. And then the awesome post match was very good as well. Another, yeah. another, another successful WWE heel turn. 
Although I think they, they kind of dropped it on Tuesday, right? I'm not sure. I don't know <laughs> if the iconics count. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no um, matter what, you can always chalk it up to just being a part of the battle for brand supremacy. Sure. <laughs> the main event, Brock and Brian, um, a very polarizing match. I mean, I went four stars on it. You know, I thought it was awesome. I just thought I, the exact same. I thought I also was exactly for the match so much that I couldn't go above four stars. I couldn't go into the four star range. This is the I, match me and John argued about, and yet we felt we both liked it the same amount. <laughs> <laughs> Which I find hilarious. Well, you yell. You basically okay. I don't want to get through that all that again. You said uh, something like anyone who thought the start was bad or something was dumb. Well, so no, I, I thought, the... thought yeah. I, I to defend it, just like I think the start to it is what kind of made the whole thing work. But you could cut. You could have cut three minutes from that. It would have been. It would have worked. That's the thing. Well. It was too sure. long. I liked yeah. the idea that they were going for. It was just way too long. Yeah. Like if if look. People, it's easy. It's one of those things where it's easy to look back on it and be like, "Oh, you should have known." But it, it felt like you were fucking killing it. Like the crowd was dead. Yeah. Like yes, you can. It's everything in WWE has to be like super extremes now, where it's like you can get heat on a guy without like just destroying everybody and making people want to be like, "What the fuck is this?" And then you know, you know, Brian got started his comeback. He hits him in the balls and all that. But it's just like yeah, I don't know. There was. Some combination of Brian had just turned heel, so th- like there was like this weird lack of sympathy, and it just went on forever. And then by the time you know Brian's coming, like everything after Brian kicks him in the balls is awesome, and that's why I still went four stars on it, even though I thought they you know the entire first five minutes or whatever fucking sucked. But it just took it just you know it just took too long to get there. That's all. Um, but yeah, good. I, rest of the show pretty good. Eh. I've heard people seem like they like it. Okay, so. sure. Yeah, it was fine. Like, it was one of the better WWE papers of the year, for sure. Okay. So, I've heard really good stuff about Murphy and Al- and uh, Mustafa Ali, and I really want to check that out. That match is really, yeah, it's really worth watching. Oh, yeah, done... no, that is great. Yeah. <laughs> so we've done all the main roster papers. We're a, a bit longer than I plan on going, so we'll have to breeze through the takeovers. Um, they were all good. Yeah, I mean, look, if you like NXT, I I think you probably liked all of them. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty burnt out in NXT for a lot of reasons, mainly that. Yeah, the TV's not great. Well, I why am I so violent? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) let's take one at a time. First of all, if you if you want to trace why I'm like completely burnt out in NXT, almost has the match of the year for WWE at the start of the year. Yeah, uh, on January twenty seventh, the overall match of the year. Mine too. For, I mean, the overall WWE. I shouldn't say overall. I mean, if I gave it four and a half stars. My overall WWE match of the year. There you go. Because I, I said Brian Mitz before that was my main roster match of the year. Yeah. Um. So Almas Gargano, awesome fucking match. What has Almas done since? <laughs> let me. He's let me been a you. really good manager for for Zelina Vega. Yep. So there's just yeah. there's there's nowhere for people to go after NXT. Like, who is the last, like, NST to WWE success story? Uh, just, just toss them in the void. They just <laughs> all go in. Uh, does this Samoa Joe a success? No. No. Kevin Owens? No. I mean, I guess. But... Kevin Owens is the closest you're going to get. One of the women, so, maybe? Charlotte. <laughs> Becky, Becky, Becky. Yeah, the, I mean, oh. okay, the women have fared better. The men yeah, are really... women have fared much better. The How men... about Elias? <laughs> 
my wife didn't do anything. <laughs> so like, if you're if you are fucking terrible in NXT and do nothing, maybe you'll be a big hit on the main roster. So or, just, fuck, it, you know what? Like, yeah, there's something to that because Elias and Baron Corbin might be two of the biggest successes. Yeah. Braun Strowman, what did he do in NXT? Alexa Bliss as well, I would throw in there. But I, yeah. I totally. Carmella was champion. Well, we just had the woman. You know, the woman had a really champion. shitty NXT run too. Yeah, that's true. So what I'm trying to say here is, if you can still enjoy this, you know, get really excited for it, be really into it, that's cool. I'm not trying to rain on your parade. I'm just telling you why. Me personally, I'm just not in, like I'm not into watching people in a holding pattern before they get thrown into the fucking the mouth of hell basically that is the main roster it just feels like a like a long you know a long walk to know like they're being dangled over this chasm basically and yeah they get to have some cool matches before that but like you know what do you what does even matter and by the way and and then i will also be that person and say the tropic are getting a few suck fucking shit and i will i fuck it all three matches have been bad the first one was like okay the second one was pretty awful, and the third one had a finish from a fucking Roadrunner cartoon. Yeah, I you know, agree. and the thing is, all I loved the first one. Like the first one, I went the full five on. Rewatching it, I'd probably not do that, but <laughs> I really loved that match. Everything after was garbage. I uh, <laughs> I love the first two, so I'll be that guy. <laughs> but uh, I, the third one, I even I didn't dislike really even, but uh. I guess I'm the most positive on the feud of present company, maybe. Well, it's not I, my of the year. You know, I shouldn't say the second one is garbage. I liked it well enough, but it was just diminishing returns for that one for sure. And then the third one was just I'm trash. Gonna give, I'm gonna give and you ended a with Johnny falling down. <laughs> Can just I give my star real fast? My and falling down. My star ratings for these three matches because I want to give them. Oh yeah, go first, ahead. First one, three stars. Give them, give them big three, A for effort. Gentlemen's second, three. <laughs> second one, a, a star and a half. Third one, mm, I, I have to pick. I could pick a random number and then put a negative sign in front of it, and that would be my rating. Like, oh, neg- yeah. I just say negative three to for a, a for symmetry with the first one. I really hate this fucking feud. So I love the first one. I liked the second one, but really hated the finish. It's, look, it's. To me, like it's just it's like that Shawn Michaels Triple H like really over the top drama stuff. Except these people are not even as good as Shawn and Hunter at doing it. Yeah, that's my yeah. big problem. Like Johnny Gargano is not Shawn Michaels, and Ch- Ch- Chiampa is not Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And I know that sounds insane because Shawn and Hunter had some real fucking stinkers, you know, in that feud. But you're not that, wrong. So much someone forever, but it, they're just not those two people. So, but I mean, that's clearly what they're going for. It just, it doesn't work. So I don't know. Like Johnny, I have nothing against Johnny Gargano. He's in my WWE match of the year, but I just, this few fucking sucks. That's my, that's my take on it. I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll plug my friend who wrote an article about that feud who really liked it. Is it poetry? <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's on voices. So yeah, it's good. Okay. I think, it, I think it's called Dig Two Graves by Benel Jermosen. So for the people who liked it, uh, that's for them. And this fucking John. Oh, he's Gargano's been driven to evil now to beat. It's like so stupid. It's just so fucking stupid. Oh, did you see his gear? He looks like the Punisher now. Oh god, I fucking Ooh. hate it. Just wrestle. Just have some wrestling matches. But John, he's too violent. 
<laughs> he's too violent. He's, he's gone so too Why far. is he so violent? God, what what's what's wrong with those hands? How can they do so many violences? I'm looking at my hands right now. I know. I so am I. Uh, so and they're just not anywhere near as violent. I just I, I like how uh, shout out to Kevin Brown. He always marks out when we shout out to him. He has a great podcast now, by the way, the Bad Wrestling Podcast. If you haven't checked that out yet. Um, he. I think he was the one who was like he insisted that before that third Rogano Champa match, he was like Rogano like went up to Hunter backstage and was like, I don't want to do the how am I so violent thing? They keep making fun of me on Twitter. And Hunter's like, You have to do it. And finally Gargano, you know, just just did it. So But yeah, I just remember Twitter. I didn't watch the match live. I just I was, you know, just looking at my timeline. I think I was like, you know, I go out on Saturday nights, I'm a cool person. So I'm just watching, <laughs> looking at my timeline and I, just watching people be like, come on, come on, do it. And then I guess Gargano did something like, how am I so violent? Like, yeah! <laughs> like, that the thing, like the entire timeline was going crazy. I'm like, okay. That's, that to me is the, is the, like when the defining part of your feud is a meme. It's probably not a good thing. Yeah, this is, this is one of my worst feuds of the year. Okay, I'm glad I'm not. I'm glad I'm not alone here. Thank you. Uh, but but hey, if you love it, so did Lawson. So we have both sides represented here on Omicron. I would say that I liked it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't but put that I, on me. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit in the first two, and then it did. It ran its course for me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, takeovers overall, though. Sounds like if you enjoy NXT, there's there's something about NXT that I'm just not into anymore, uh, and yeah. I can't really put my finger on. Yeah, it no, same. I I watch the takeovers, and normally I, I think that's eh, pretty good. I should watch the NXT TV, and I just never do it. I never do it. Yeah, same. I think NXT. It's weird because it's lost a lot of its hype, but whenever I watch NXT TV, I actually really enjoy it. So, but I also don't feel like compelled to watch it at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same with me. But I've I watch it, and then as this as the Who Done It feud went on and on, I just got sick of it and just have not watched it. I I kind of blanked that out of my mind as I was watching. I kind of just pretended that wasn't going on as I was watching the TV recently. But yeah, yeah, that that wasn't good. (laughs) Another thing about NXT this year is that I haven't been high on most of it because I wasn't high on the Gargano Champa stuff and this last pay per view. I just, it wasn't really for me at all. But the tag team matches with like Undisputed Era, Mustache Mountain, and Lord Cannon Birch, that's been the highlight of NXT this year for me. And like every time any three of those teams go out there, they just have killer matches. And that's kind of what saved NXT this year for me. Yeah, that feud, that's one of my best feuds of the year. Just really great stuff. Undisputed Era has really been holding it down for the people who don't like Gargano and Ciampa. Yeah, I agree. And also, I think historically, if you look at NXT throughout the years, their tag division has been really good. Uh, I feel like underrated in some ways. Yeah, like all the team, like all the push teams tend to be like really good tag teams. And then they go on the main roster and have people pissing on their jackets. <laughs> yeah, even well, yeah, no, it, that was Bobby Roode. Um... But their manager pisses on other people's jackets. <laughs> So, uh, I just want to. So we'll wrap up the the talk of uh, you know of takeovers with 
it's they're still good if you like it although i've always found them pretty overrated when people go crazy about them every time they happen you know i end up going back and watch i never watched i'm fair enough to say i never watched them live almost never so maybe that's part of it but whenever i go back and watch them later just like this is fine (laughs) this is okay this is nothing i ever get that excited about yeah that's how i felt with this past takeover like the uh the Gargano and Black match, people lost their minds about it, and it just felt like a match to me. I don't know if yeah, I fell I totally, asleep. Oh, I totally agree with you. Okay, I wasn't cool. feeling like, it either. Because like people have been raving about this match, like it's just um like this transcendent thing, and I was like, it was fun. Well, I mean, this is how I feel about like almost every IJXT match. To be fair, I mean, there's one match. There's two matches this year. That I would say really delivered. That was Gargano, Gargano Almas, which is again uh, my WWE, the um, you know my WWE match of the year, and then you know the the Shayna Baszler, Kerry Sane match. I guess the second one. I shouldn't have closed the tab. I think it was the August show. The one I'm thinking of. So the yeah, the one in Brooklyn. Yeah. So like, that was that was like a four and a quarter star match. That was really good. Yeah. Shane and Kyrie had a really good feud this whole year too. Yeah, yeah. I re- I loved the two out of three falls match from War Games. Like it was just compact, told a good story. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I liked all their matches. Me too. Um. Anyway, so that's basically it, I guess, for the takeovers. Um. Other than that, I guess we can move on to the TV real quick. So I know a few of you really love 205 Live, I think. So if you're watching that every week, give me the impassioned 205 Live speech. I mean, it's probably the best hour of TV this company puts out. Like, the fuse are just simple and straightforward. And then every couple weeks, you get a really good three and three quarter between three and three quarter to four and a quarter match on the TV. Yeah. The main events are usually very good. Yeah. And like, I, yeah, like I said, like once a month, you probably get a four star one or so. And Mustafa and Buddy Murphy have really just been killing it. And uh, a lot of people are doing a lot of good work over there, but it's very simple and very, uh, yeah. Like, like, like suit said, it's very, uh, logical and easy to follow. Yeah, yeah, like if you I, see yeah. Mustafa Ali, Buddy Murphy, and I'll throw Cedric Alexander in there. If any of those three are in a singles match in the main event, check it out because it's going to be worth watching. Yeah. Even if Tommy had like some good stuff with if he was in there with the right person. So yeah. He's not Kenta. Kenta's dead, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've binged a lot of it the last week or so trying to catch up for this podcast and. Basically, I agree with what you guys said. Mustafa Ali, Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander, easily the highlights of that show. Everything, there's no like real standouts for me. Uh, my personal favorite match from the show this year was Cedric Alexander and Roger Strong in the uh, tournament in March. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, it's just good wrestling, which when you watch WWE, that's really all you ask for. That's all I got to say about it. It's a oh, show. <laughs> if I had to say my best one, mine would be the Mustafa Ali Buddy Murphy uh, No DQ match, 
Um, that was around. I think it was the week before Extreme Rules. I'm on Cage. It match. was July third. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love that match. Just yeah, fantastic stuff. They were really in. They were really innovative. Uh, just innovative ways of doing like the same old no DQ stuff, but they freshen it up a little bit, and it's just two guys working really well together. Uh, it was 205 Live number 84, if you're looking for it on the network. Yeah, that was the match where the crowd chanted, we want tables and no more stairs. And they uh, they shut up after a while because the guys were doing cool shit with stairs. So just fucking let the workers work. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was Ali and Murphy. Uh, they're one of my feuds of the year. Absolutely. I love their series of matches. Mustafa Ali, I think I never really watched him before this year, but he's definitely one of my favorite guys in the company now because he, oh, sure. he delivers yeah. almost every time I watch him. He's one of the few people I actually connect with in the company. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He's all over my of the year stuff, all over my awards. And also there's also my friend also wrote a cool article about him for voices of wrestling. Uh, yeah. He's, he wasn't supposed to be here. He was an alternate. In the Cruiserweight Classic, and now he's killing it. So, hopefully, uh, who knows? Maybe they'll do stuff with him next year. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's two hundred five live. I completely tuned out because I haven't watched the show at all. So, um, any any other thoughts on the TV in general? I guess from the one person here who watches like Raw and SmackDown, is any of that any good? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, mean, I see some people on Twitter say like SmackDown's good. Is that is that true at all? It's better than Raw, and oh, well, I would hope so. Shorter than Raw, and there's some de- and I'll say it's decent. I won't say good. Yeah, I, I the one thing that happened on Raw this year I thought was interesting was the that gauntlet thing they did. Oh and- yeah. Yeah, at least I, I thought Seth's performance in that was very good, and I think kind of contributes to this whole him being like the one guy on the main roster people gravitate towards. The great WWE hope. The great hope, indeed, Seth Rollins. So, yeah, I mean, it, he definitely is overrated in a lot of ways, but that I think that Gauntlet, they told a good story with him, and at least his parts of it were interesting, and it was something different. I really like the ultimate deletion in March. I thought it was really it was when Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt were uh, doing their deleters of worlds stuff, or they were feuding or something. I was that when they fought each other? They fought each other on that one. Yeah, yeah, they fought each other. Yeah, and, and it was like, that was buried it before they threw to it. Yeah, that was the one in the house, right? Yeah, and then no. they came back. Right, it wasn't. No, that wasn't the one in the house. That was Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton, and I think that oh, was last yes. year. House of Horrors. Yes, that's right. Yes, this one it was on uh, Matt Hardy's Cowboy. estate. Yeah, yeah, that was right. people buried it and then threw to it and then uh, yeah, and it closed out a raw. Yeah, I thought that was just pretty funny. And if you come to WWE for humor, you're not getting much better than the Ultimate <laughs> Deletion. Can I say the TNA ones were way better though? Oh, I'm, oh obviously. yeah, obviously. Even on the declining scale, those were on. They were still much better than those. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. But hey, Jeremy Borash got a job out of it. 
Oh my God, we're getting Ziggler and Rollins again. <laughs> oh no. my God. But what um, are Any anything about May, the Mayhem Classic? Um, it was good. Uh, the final was really good. Uh, Io Shirai and Tony Storm. Um, I remember the semifinals both being good too. Um, who did Sadamora face in the semis? He wrestled um, Tony or Tony Io? Storm, yeah. Yeah, Tony Storm. I remember that being good. That was... And then, yeah, poor, poor Nixon Newell, whose name I can't remember. Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox. Oh, that poor girl. That was horrible to watch, yeah. Yeah. The tournament, I had like four matches at four stars, including Tony and Mako, which I thought was the best match of the thing. And a match that like no one talked about that I really liked was um, Medium versus Caitlin. Uh, it was like eight minutes and kind of, I don't know, it wasn't, it didn't, but I really liked it. If that, that might be a sleeper match if you want to go back and check that out. Wait, who versus Caitlyn? Mia Yim versus Caitlyn. I thought you said Mae Young. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, she arise from the dead? <laughs> it's, well, and she gets a bye in the second round? Yeah. Yeah, no. I watched that. That wasn't, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a pretty, it was an alright tournament. Uh, it definitely peaked. Sadamora was the MVP. Definitely. So, um, did you guys all agree like last year's better? Because it seemed to be the consensus. I would sure. say so. I like, agree. I think there were a couple matches that were better in like the first couple rounds. Like, I remember, like off the top of my head, I remember the um, Alpha Female Kimberly match. That wasn't their names in the tournament, though. Yeah, Jasmine Gabbard and uh, Abby Leith. Abby Leith, yeah. Yeah, that was Kimberly's uh, last good match, according uh, according to some people. But uh, yeah, that one was really good. And then it just felt better throughout. Whereas this, the one this year, peaked toward the end, which is generally how tournaments go. Yeah. The one last year had more hype because it was new. It was like the first, you know, one, I think. But I yeah. think at the end of the day, this one actually had more, like, high-end stuff. Oh. But it had less hype, I think. Yeah, I was going to say I heard the exact opposite, but maybe that's the lack of hype. I All thought right. Mako was really uh, yeah. good. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah, uh, you guys are missing Ziggler and Rollins legitimately happening on Raw for the Intercontinental title again. Nah, I'm good. I'm so I'm glad good. I didn't go to Raw. This, um, look, this genuinely looks like one of the worst Raws I've ever seen. Wow. But before this, you had Ember Moon versus Alicia Fox, which had Kurt Hawkins doing a weird odd couple thing with uh, Ember Moon for some reason. And then after that, you had Jinder Mahal and No, hey, no Way Jose. Oh my, No and Way Jose. I, when he came out, <laughs> I was shocked. I for completely forgot he existed. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, he he exists. Wow. So yeah, November twenty sixth, Raw. In case you want to watch one of the worst shows I've seen in a long time. Pass. I'm I'm good. So, <laughs> um, let's get to the awards because I've already had a, this. Is stop being funny. It's just like yes, tedious. So awards. Let's start with wrestler of the year. Is there anyone? In this fucking company, that could possibly have a case to be a real, legitimate 
Flair fans wrestle the year contender. No. Absolutely. Oh. Well, who do you think? No, not really. I was going to say oh. Pete Dunn, but uh No. No, no. For wrestler of the year? No, not really, no. <laughs> uh I I I think you could make a I'm not going to make that case, but I think you could make a case for Ronda Rousey based on the buzz. Oh, yeah, that was the first person she's gotten to mind for me. And that but I, I if I had a pick, she might be mine based on that. Yeah. Based on the weird criteria for Flairthas, but like I wouldn't vote for her in my top ten for the award. But if I had to pick one from this company, it, it's her. My other option is a two person sharing it, two people sharing it, but Gargano and Ciampa. Because NXT is doing the best it's ever done, and they've been the ones pretty much driving the ship. Yeah, I mean, look, I, we, it's important to note that as much as I hate it, the fucking normies sure love that fucking feud. Yeah, I think so, there's a real. Yeah. Yeah. Tw- with those two, because they're like, everything in NXT is based around them. Yeah. And I really think you can make an argument that that's one of the, the hottest things going in the entire company, just in terms of drawing and now looking at uh what are people are watching on the network yeah i gotta say i think tommaso ciampa is over is overrated like i don't think he's bad he sure is. but he's I, I think he's bad he fucking sucks <laughs> i think he is always he's the second best person in the match that he's that he's had this year like I think Gargano's solidly better than him. And then Velveteen Dream, I, I just think he's more interesting. I just whenever I see Ciampa's name on like a match sheet, I'm not I'm not excited. Is what I'm trying to get across. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess my rest, if I, if I really had to pick a rest of the year in WWE, if you put a fucking gun to my head, I, I would probably pick Seth Rollins. And that's not even because I personally enjoy him, but like, he is the closest. He, first of all, he's, he's clearly the most ever guy on the main roster. Like, I just, I don't even think that's close actually. And he's clearly the guy who's most he i mean he's the guy who's giving these people showing up these shows what they want to say wwe now are they are a fucking cool moves crowd that's what they want they want to see guys doing moves fast matches he gives them that okay he's super over um you know i i i mean you can't look at any other metrics because you know they don't even have any pay-per-views or and the ratings all suck he, I, I, if I think he's as good as pick as, as any for their yeah. wrestler of the year. I would never. He's not in my top fifty, to be clear. But I, for WWE, I guess I would vote for him. I mean, you could argue Becky, but like Becky, it's like I, I think her run's been awesome. But you're talking three months. I yeah, it agree. came so late in yeah. the year. My uh, my actual pick actually is Becky Lynch. It's uh, like three. How can you vote somebody wrestler of the year for like August through November? Uh, well, I mean, within this company, to be clear. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not an actual content candy. For I mean, I, I would probably put her like second or something on my list in WWE. But, but again, I wouldn't. She wouldn't sniff a real list. Yeah, no, she's not sniffing a real list. But I think in this company, Becky Lynch is definitely my pick. Yeah. I mean, my pick. 
I mean, God, my pick's Mustafa Ali, but he's not. He's making no lists anywhere. Like I just like two hundred five lives grown since the show's kind of been based around him, Alexander and Murphy. Like the viewership's gone up to where they're like in the top ten pretty consistently. And I mean, that being the only metric you can go by, you add that with his matches being awesome and his promos being great then he would be my pick, but he's not sniffing that list. People barely watch 205 Live. Yeah. Um, let me think. What else? The most outstanding... Um, I mean, there really isn't anyone that I can... I consistently enjoyed their in-ring output in this company this year. Um, again, like I'm doing my, my We Don't Know Wrestling uh, 100 list, which is, you know, most outstanding... I, I'm up to like 45, I think, and I don't have a single WWE person on my list. I mean, I could see a case for Kari Sane. I could see a case for like, um, I mean, not a real case for like a, a award winner, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it was like, who's been consistently in the like best in ring? I guess Kari Sane is as good a pick as any. Maybe, uh, maybe Charlotte? And I don't even like Charlotte, but like, <laughs> I'm just thinking of like her, of like who's had matches throughout the year that I've actually liked. I guess Seth again. I it just it's it's really like that. Like it's a, and it's amazing. Almas isn't here, but like he just hasn't done anything other than one fucking match. Yeah, yeah, he had the Gargano match. He had the really good black match in New Orleans, the match with Aleister Black. Yeah, and then he just vanished. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably go with Gargano or Mustafa Ali. Yeah, those yeah. are my. If I had to make a, if I had to make a case for three, it would be those two and Pete Dunn, but his stuff's been more consistently good than great. So I'd probably put Rollins over him too, but like I don't really think any of these guys have a real shot. Especially if you don't like if you didn't if the last two Champa matches really took Gargano down in your eyes, I couldn't blame you for that. What else does he even have? Well, the Almas match. The Almas match. I really, and again, Black people match. really people like, like that Alistair Black match. Okay. Yeah. But then you're still talking like two matches. Then there was some <laughs> TV stuff on okay. NXT All right. too, but... You wrestled again. Almas this year also a couple times. All right. And again, it's in this company. Yeah. Not, you don't none need of these guys have, great a real, matches. have a real like shot. I'm so, let me pose this though, because I don't... Well, like, I, I don't have Gargano in my top three, but He's gonna get votes though, right? Could he finish top ten? I mean, he probably will. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think he will. I don't think he should, but I think he will. Probably. I think there's gonna be a lot of WWE voters who like to vote for their guy, and WWE fans love them some melodramatic bullshit. So let it be. It's between Gargano and Rollins for like the guy who gets the votes. Yeah, definitely. I also have. Yeah, I think Pete Dunne. Uh, Pete Dunne has I've never seen him have a not very good match. Like I've never seen him have even just an average match. So that's why it, I would I would throw him in there, but yeah, no, there's not I mean maybe if you want to throw in the tag teams, but then that's more like for best tag team. So I don't know. Yeah. Um anyway, I don't know. <laughs> it's not it's not a great year for any other these contenders. Um, like best major show. If you are voting a WWE show and best major show this year, especially main roster, 
Like you just did not watch wrestling this year. Like even the ones <laughs> we said were good, like were not good overall. Like compared to almost anything else. Like I like what exactly? Um, like, the are best. You talking about? The best show was Evolution. Yeah. I, well, that would be my yeah. bad. But like, if I like, if you throw like New Japan stuff on there, it doesn't hit like top five. No, you throw like, mm. like throw other stuff in too. Like, no, this it was a good show, but like in the grand scope of things, good is all it was. It's not of the year of anything. Now, for me, like for be- for the three best WWE shows, you have Takeover New Orleans, Evolution, and Takeover Chicago. That's my top I mean, three like, right there. I wouldn't vote for any of any of those shows. No, I wouldn't. Overall. I also I really like Takeover LA. Also, the one that just happened. <clears throat> war games. Yeah, war games, war games. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I really like that show as well. But I I can see that could be polarizing. War games was forty seven minutes long. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I'll just never watch it again. And good is all it was to me, at least. I think I think New Orleans will it will get votes for sure, right? Oh yeah, because it had the ladder match. I mean, I also did love this black and yeah, yeah. I mean, that was my number one of this company, but yeah, that's. eh. (laughs) I don't know why I wrote for under honorable mention Hell in a Cell. (laughs) What? I think I liked the first half of that show a lot. Plus, I did this at like. Plus, I wrote all this stuff down at like three (laughs) a.m. So I think I just remembered liking that first part, but like you love that too. Why did I write that? Yeah, I'm not really... Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'd go Evolution if I had to pick one, but... Yeah, that's that's like... That's it. I mean, Survivor Series was was cool, good. I liked two of the matches from that show. But Um, WWE pay-per-views just have so much shit. Best weekly TV show. I don't even watch any of it. I can probably guess it's 205 Live. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what yeah. else would it be? Without a doubt, it's the best show for people that like cover it. <laughs> that's, I think that's what someone said. Like, no one watches it except the the people who write about it. But it's good. Um, and yes, I don't know what else. Let's say, um, oh, we didn't do match of the year. Okay, so let's just do a top five. I know some of you have top tens, but we got a we got a bunch of questions to get to. So, fifth best WWE match of the year. Uh, Jack, we'll start with you. What's the fifth best? I have the ladder match from NXT TakeOver New Orleans for the NXT North American title. I gave that four and a half stars. All of these top five are four and a half stars for me. I forgot that there's a North American title now. Wow. Kelly, give me your fifth place match. Uh, May Young Classic Final, Tony Storm versus Io Shirai from Evolution. Um, Lawson? Danny Burch and Orny Lorcan versus the Undisputed Era. Four and, and, and um, suit. I have Travis Banks versus Zach Gibson from the UK title tournament uh, on June 25th. So my fifth place match. Um, I have I have Charlotte versus Asuka from WrestleMania at three and three quarters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for, fourth place, Jack. What do you got? I have Ronda Charlotte from Survivor Series. Kelly? Uh, Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane from Evolution. Um, Lawson? 
Tommaso Ciampa versus Velveteen Dream take over War Games. And Mr. Suit. Rollins and Ambrose versus Ziggler and McIntyre from Hell in a Cell. Uh, my fourth place match, I have Brock and Brian from Survivor Series. Four stars flat. Um, Jack, what is your third place match? Uh, surprised me when I made the list, but uh, Gargano Almas was my third place match. Mm-hmm. Kelly? Uh, Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali in a no DQ match from the Jan- uh, January, July 3rd, 205 Live. Lawson? Uh, also Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy, no DQ. Nice. And suit. Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain from NXT TV, July 11th. In uh, my third place match, I have the um, Shanna Baszler and Carrie Sane, I guess, Brooklyn takeover match, which I had four and a quarter. Jack, second place. Uh, Lorcan and Birch versus the Undisputed Era from Takeover Chicago 2. Kelly? Uh, almost versus a Gargano from Takeover Philadelphia. Uh, uh, Lawson, Gargano Almas Takeover Philadelphia. Nice suit. suit. This is my number two. Yep. Brian versus Lesnar from Survivor Series. And my number two, I have Brian versus Miz from SummerSlam at four and a half. Uh, Jack, your number one. Okay, I'm ready for you guys to make fun of me, but my WWE match of the year. It's Triple H and Stephanie McMahon versus Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. <laughs> okay, and, and wait, would you vote for it in your top three overall? It wouldn't be in my top 30. Okay. <laughs> Kelly, number one. All right, Lawson, let's see if we can do this again. Okay. Uh, Ciampa versus Gargano from TakeOver New Orleans. No, sorry, man. Damn it. Yeah. No, I have a mustache mound versus Undisputed Era, but from TakeOver Brooklyn. Not the okay, not the that was a good one. Yeah, I love that. Um, and Kelly, oh wait, did I, already, did I get you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Lawson yeah. suit. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Cien Almas from Takeover Philadelphia. That is mine as well. Not in my top ten. Maybe would make like the very bottom of my top twenty, but overall, but probably not. Kelly, is it is yours in your top anything? Uh, it doesn't have Masashi Takeda in it, so no. Lawson? Uh, the tag match, and uh, maybe like 15th. I don't know. Okay. So it's not Stephanie anybody's top 10s. Mm, uh, right. my, uh, my number one is on my top 10. But okay, probably where... like the bottom half. Okay, fair enough. Actually, I take it back. I might give a 10th place vote to the Ugh. Stephanie tag, just as a <laughs> novelty thing, because well, we'll see how I feel in a month. I say do it. <laughs> oh, it's either that or the ultimate deletion. Uh, and that's it, I guess. So for the awards, I mean, what else do we? I mean, look, the worst promotion, WWE. Worst TV yep. show, WWE Raw. I haven't seen a single second of it, but yep. I still feel confident making that pick. <laughs> You've heard me <laughs> talking about this Raw, yes. right? I mean, I've actually—that's unfair. You know, I've I've turned it on a little bit here and there. Now I think about it, not often. And I I do see like segments on like YouTube and stuff. So it's not like I've never seen a single second of television this year, but I feel like I have a little bit of a feel for it, even though obviously I don't watch it weekly like some people. Um, but yeah, worst major show, that's take your fucking pick, and it's gonna win Brown whatever the fuck jewel. it is. I backlash. Crown <laughs> jewel, crown jewel. jewels, a million, million picks. Um, 
but yes, yeah, so, so that that'll do it for the awards. Let's get into some questions here, and we actually got quite a bunch because I kept asking for them. So I, I can we're not looking up. I can tell you one already from Mike Spears. He just asked us why. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, you could interpret that question so many ways, but I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say it was the it's, why are we doing this? And the answer is because I hate myself. I think. Yeah. No. Um, same. Uh, yeah, big I, mood. I <laughs> yes, big mood, as the kids say. Yeah. Um, at, Jim Smallman's upset somewhere. Wait, Jack, you're not allowed to say as the kids say. You are a child. I'm the oldest. <laughs> I'm, I may be. You're not the oldest. The literal, no, I may be the literal child here, but I feel like my mind is like that of a 50 year old, and that when I see kids dabbing or flossing. <laughs> Or any I, of the Fortnite I, stuff, I lose. I don't. I don't even know what flossing is. I have to be completely honest. Let's Flossing's see. that thing with the arms where they do the where they move the arms back and forth by by their yeah. bodies. A lot of little kids do it. Like the hip uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I often will be like ringing people up at work, and like their kids will be standing behind them, and I'll look, and their kids oh, are just no. doing the floss dance, oh, and it's yeah. just oh, the no. weirdest, distracting thing ever. Oh god. Um, at oysters earrings, how is he so violent? Look at at those hands. (laughs) Look at those hands. It's all in the hands, I think. Um, Okay, at GUI underscore Jaeger. So, last night I had a dream that Naito and Omega were signed signed to WWE and (laughs) appeared there as a tag team, and Naito had a dancing gimmick at Tushanshu in LA, my Twitter handle, was going ballistic over it. But then at WrestleMania, Naito won the title with the help of Al Gore. Please discuss it on the pod. Uh, Kelly, you really wanted to discuss this, so immediately you should go first. Oh, fuck, there's so much great about that. Like, <laughs> all right, Naito having a dancing gimmick is the most plausible thing about this, first off. Like, I can totally see Vince looking at him and go, Oh, well, goddamn, pal, can you dance? <laughs> you can't. Better get those dancing shoes on then, bud. <laughs> Like, I can see that. The Al Gore thing, no, just because Vince wouldn't like him. Like, I, I, as much as I would love to see uh, <laughs> Naito win the title with the help of Al Gore, that'd be great. But, man, that, that is a wonderful dream. That's like... <laughs> Why am I, I get... in someone's dream? Can I just ask? <laughs> Why is Al Gore in someone's dream? Yeah. No, no, no. Al Gore is, was almost president of the United States. Why the fuck am I in someone's dream? Well, hey, when you think of Naito... We think yeah. of you. Yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying this like in like a like a, a humble brag sort of way. I am legitimately terrified that somebody else put me <laughs> in their fucking dream. Uh, that, so, that's that's how you know you've made it. I I, I don't want to make it. I want to go back to not being in someone's dream. Can I I'll be in anyone's dream. Anyone <laughs> anyone. Yeah, me right. too. You want me to be in your dream, I'll do it. I also volunteer for this. Yeah, I'll be in your dream. You Whatever you want, you whatever you want to do, we'll do it. Hang on, like I don't know. You want to like play chess? <laughs> wow! You want to play chess? I don't chess? like the way that sounds. We'll be chess. Yeah. I don't know. You want like all of us to be nude? We can do that. Sure, whatever. It's your dream. I'll, I'll hang out. Yes, and then you decide where it goes from there. Yeah. Um, yeah. At, you know, I had a dream. The other I really want to. I really want to move on. At, <laughs> hang on. I want to tell you about my dream. I want to tell you guys about all my right. dream. All 